talk to the room. Hey, listen, welcome, Alex Amarudin and yes. Evan Bacon. To episode Good 24. Good seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lean in a little. I yeah. don't want to put my mouth on it. I'm yeah. sorry. So, so our friend John North. G.G. Allen used that mic before you, by the way. <laughs> Who'd he use it on? Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Himself. So so he sent us like all this old stuff. Me too. Johnny. Johnny You North. got it. Yeah, I got it. So I listened to it like yesterday and today. So then I thought you'd put it on and I'd like point out like. Did you hear what I did there? Like, isn't that nice? <laughs> Evan Look at that, I switched hands on that awesome one. Fells and yeah. All about oh, yeah, no, because we, some of it's terrible and like some of it's real good to us. We were like, and the tempos are weird, but there was one that I'm like pretty solid on for the most part. And I'm like, that, that's good. That's a good fill. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, did you, you hear we that? We had a listening, so. listening session with all of our stuff from when we started in high school. Right. Yeah. From when I, mean, I how just far would back sing, you want to go? I would, make a, I would just sing words to his beats yeah. and then I eventually brought a bass and then You guys the have plenty of time to suck each other's dicks about the songs <laughs> that you wrote. So. They're pretty it's, it's I was sucking my own dick yeah. is the point. <laughs> totally. Evan wants, but he wants praise for his fills, his yeah, technique. Let, his can, yeah. can a man live in post-production? Jeez. But I thought we were going to make this hell for Sam to I feel like they came in here with a real injection. Yeah, I'm telling you, I have, like I you notes. guys been doing this show all wrong, and here's notes. how it's. Are you guys really right. promoting the gonads right now? That's right, man. Long live the this gonads. Is, this is this was yeah, this is post right? gonads. That was one of our. We got you a drum set here, so if you want to do anything live, I want. Yeah. I'll do it later. <laughs> but like the song had no words, so yeah. I figured it would be a good song to play, and then I would talk over it and say, you know. Good. Dude, this That's is going to be fail. like a four-hour, sorry, Brian. <laughs> four-hour fucking He's going to edit it in post, he said. Yeah, I know, but Brian's going to go to bed. Mm. <laughs> I was supposed to be in bed like two hours ago, but whatever. Not really. Uh. We, the show would have been going until 11. Yeah. Anyway. We're I making you, memories. I told you you could wear memories. your PJs, yeah. man. I'm in them. <laughs> Make it easy. I'm in them. I'm jealous. Nah. I've never Very seen a guy nah. so quick to go to bed. Nah. Life happens. How old are you? 40. Yeah, that's a good time to go to bed at Nine. I'm out of here. It's fine. Yeah. My wife went up at 7:30. So Evans yeah. with you. It's totally Evans with you, dude. Food shopping Friday. Later, dude. We're out of here. Did you do it tonight? Or no, we cut no. Into it? You canceled. So we ruined your evening. She, she went solo. Sorry. This oh, for wow. you guys. She went solo. Wow. I'm so honored. Those are some of my favorite posts. I was watching, you know, I was watching a movie that mm. you know is going to be in my top five, you know, soundtrack what wise. Was it? Just to get, I'm not going to oh, spoil okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought you meant in top. Oh, no, 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 no. But, yeah. How dare you disrespect tonight, the process? Yeah. yeah so. You got to live people. So by want, the way, so yeah. state of the end. I, li- I, I, I listened to your first show. show. Here's the thing. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing till the ninth. What are you doing? Hold on. <laughs> it's like golf. I, I the ninth hole. I have a very small data plan on my phone. I try not to spend a lot of money. I use the Wi-Fi at home, Dude. but I sit on Dave, the train. Dave is calling you right now. <laughs> no, I I showed it to him one time. I'm talking about. I'm like, listen to the show. Even be way before we were gonna do it. Yeah. I was like, Dude, it's no, so it's fucking awesome. You'll totally be into it. So I listened to it's it. It's like our youth. But if I listen to it on a one day on a train, then for the next 28 days or whatever, I can't go on any websites. Or I sit on the train and I don't. I'm, I'm bored. So I had to parse it out. So I listened to the first one and the Joe Rubino one. And, uh, you get, you I'm ready now. Well, here, here's a deal. It's how you caught me on a new cycle, so I have data, and then I okay. used it. Well, here's the deal. Uh, you so I'll be bored next week. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. You so. could download it when you're home into your phone. That yeah. way, when you listen to it, you don't use any data because it's mm. saved to your phone. Ah, if you show yeah. me how to do that with 
and I can write out down the instructions, I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, we're definitely showing our age here. Definitely, uh, I can barely function like on a, <laughs> on a digital check medium. The, uh, check the group page. We'll post the instructions. Maybe <laughs> so I'll help. Alex sent me a link. Jerry guide. Real right. quick, um, thanks to everyone who listens because it's odd when people tell me that they listen. Um, I like it. It's cool. It's basically, like I said, just inviting you into our our conversation. Mm. And does uh, Anthony listen? Anthony, who there's a lot of Anthony. The one with on the Long big Island. watch, the guy that yeah. I was yeah. the big watch, <laughs> the watch. Yes, he, he listens. He's the yeah. Anthony. Yes, he he's listens. the Anthony. He's he was a, he was a big guest. Fan. He was on. He was. He was Damn on. Damn it! Yeah. Is that last episode? The last episode. Oh. Gotta get that data oh. plan going. Gotta, get, gotta, gotta going. Do it. The All last right. episode we did. I'm dating myself. Was was a Halloween episode. That was the last one we recorded last month, and he was on it. Yes. So we went as a watch. He did. He did. So he said, "Good costume." He was like, "No, I'm just wearing a watch. It's just gigantic." So anyway, you know, I wanted to guess. Good guess. I wanted to. I wanted to get you guys in to basically talk about the history because I feel like when when you talk about the Big Four that aren't thrash, when you talk about like Long Island Big Four, you mean Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. I was going to say Halloween, but okay. Yeah, we were just talking about Halloween. All right. Well, keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Part two. Shout out. Shout out to that. But when you talk about like Long Island, uh, the punk scene, I, I think you have Glassjaw, you have Taken Back Sunday, you have Brand New, and you have the Movie Life. So that's your big four. I think nice. it's, it's an honor to be a part of your big four. To be honest with you, I, I I've I, heard Sam has a big four. So. I did too. <laughs> it's pretty damn big. To yeah. be honest with I've you, I've seen I, it. I'm actually I don't really listen to any of those bands. <laughs> <laughs> right. But. Um, you know, since we became friends, it's something that I, I went back to. Here's here's my history with the movie life. Um, I listen. Not a fan. I, <laughs> it's I got, all good. Still you know love you. I was basically, you know, I was a pavement fan. Like I didn't yeah, even like. We, you know what the funny thing is? We were so in. We were all indie rock. Like we were in an indie rock band before. I mean, even simultaneous to starting the the movie life, mm. and we were like way into that. But there were like some hard, local hardcore bands that we really loved. I mean, Silent Majority, VOD. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Those but like we just, but I, we were so, we were like Arches of Loaf, Pavement. Right. Yes. So, so, so all that stuff. So it's when every other hardcore band says, you Polo, know, shout we to listen Polo. to awesome whatever, Texas is the Reason or Civ or Earth Crisis or whatever, we were listening to the Pixies or the Lemonheads or Fugazi or whatever. Yeah. And so, I don't know. We just. And just like. And, to, 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 but, Sorry. No, I'm just saying, you know, like growing up. We talk up, over each other the we, whole time. We had a, we had Case that because, you know, that's just. Um, we listened to a lot of diverse music. Like I, when I was like young, I listened to Ramones, Jane's Addiction, all that, yeah. you know, punk rock, like Seven Seconds, Fugazi. But I never like kind of put it in a like a scene or thought of it in any way like that. So no, it was just whatever you were getting. At yeah. And then right. when, to, when to I got older, then I started realizing all oh, these scenes, like what scenes are. I never really knew what it was. I was listening. We to just found shit that we liked. So long. Yeah. How did you find it? You would go to Tower Records or uh, local Slip Disc or whatever. Or the music, local music store. Find Boulder. something that looks so good. Cool we would there. talk about yeah. it or we would hear something. But then when you, we got into the scene, you know, and Eddie introduced us. He gave us the manual. He said, you, you must listen to this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, these bands are terrible. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad. We were constantly like, I think Ed hates Evan to this I was like, Mineral, come on. This is so boring. You're talking about Eddie Reyes. So we did. We just, Sunday. yeah. So we just, you know, it was more like I started playing when I was, we were playing in the Sand Pebbles. We had our indie rock thing. And when, you know, we were friends with Eddie and, and he wanted to start a band. Clockwise had broken up. I... Never really. I played some chords. I knew like you know some stuff. I never really played guitar before. You were playing bass, right? 
I was playing bass in the Sand Pebbles, and prior to that, and every what, band what did I'd the Sand in. Pebbles sound like? Because I have no idea. Um, well, that's because we didn't play any know. of it I before the show. There was like a CD <laughs> of it. Like Prep. I thought that you you heard a bunch of you know no, was he, out there. But no, no. The Sand Pebbles were like let okay to sound cliche. It was like the Beatles meets Fugazi, right? It was like a lot of Fugazi influence, but then we would occasionally maybe smoke a dub or something and try to. <laughs> You know, we had a seven-minute song. We had a nine-minute song. Jammed we jammed a lot. It was we a would, lot of noise. Let's see where this takes us. Time, you, know, uh, you know, Dave Olger, shout out. Awesome, very talented guy that we, we played in with, like, a lot of our bands growing up. Yeah, Johnny sent me all that stuff. John Dropbox, Johnny North. Johnny yeah. North. Uh, let, me, let me just say the first thank you on the Red Demo, right? Isn't he the first thank you? Could we be. have a thank yeah. you on there? Well, he said... <laughs> Hey, I think he wrote his own name. And I know that they thanked me. I know there's a tape that says "Contact Evan Bacon" and had your old phone number. Yeah, on the, uh, the only the other person. Two hundred bucks on eBay for that white demo. Did you see really? that? Yeah, uh, Vinny's selling it apparently. Yeah. <laughs> some <laughs> guy, some guys sell their Super Bowl rings. You know, there's Rich Jacovina says he's got eight of them at yeah. his house. So I believe him. Yeah, I believe fucking, him. That was during the yeah. So um, but the the point. Of, of I think where Shout we're going is all we, we, oh, played, I, I we played we played we played in a, the hardcore scene let's say it and like we'll pigeonhole it a little but uh, you know we always thought I think that the hook was that we have other music we're bringing to the table so we're not completely different than all these other bands we're not doing off the wall shit but like we're doing this cool other stuff. We're mixing it in. You're it mixing in a it little polvo. You're mixing in a little. I was. I thought of it like you know, as whatever. like a noisy clockwise because I never really played guitar that much and I didn't know. And Eddie taught me like drop D. So I was like almost like I'm doing this like noisy version of like a clockwise type thing, you know. And um, and I, you know, the, I mean the demo stuff. The first two demos, I love them. I mean the first one's kind of very silent majority influence. And I, the second one was more like what I was kind of. Into it was we, a lot we tuned more up to E for the second. One. We made it. Yeah, the, the second demo graduated back to E. Well, here's a here's a but demo. that was more up my alley. So go, going back to that, like when I, um, you know, I, I was away for so long. By I, the way, he he still hasn't answered when he heard us or why he liked yeah, us. Which no, means also, I totally which means I'm going. I ruined that. Yeah. I ruined You're going I'm, there. I'm, I'm, I'm going there. I was you got to trust trust he's gonna. He, he, right he's steering the ship like he like he claims. I was making it there. So um. You know, I, I went away. I had, like, a drug problem. Uh, not a gambling problem, but a drug problem. And uh, so I came back around, like, around 2000. But I missed all that. So by 2001, 2002, I started to kind yeah, of we explore. Were, we were huge by then. Uh, we outgrew you. I'm sorry. I, I was exploring, I was exploring the scene. And then w- by the time I stumbled upon the movie life, it was on your last record. That mm. was the first thing I heard. Yeah. And then it was just kind what of... Was the, in the what was the at thought time? at that point? For me personally, it just wasn't for me. You're like, dr- where are the drugs? It wasn't. <laughs> get me back. It wasn't for me. Yeah. But as I became friends with Alex later on in life, I listened to the earlier stuff. Like right. when I first heard Valens, I was like, holy Which shit. Which I never played for him. He just heard it on his own side. I was like, this is like really yeah. good. This well, there's is the a same reason. Band? There's a reason <laughs> why you're saying that. And the reason is because basically 90% of the music was written by Alex up until the last record. And you had. A di- basically a different I don't say basically six times but you had <laughs> a different you had a different band you so, know it had the same name it had Vinny obviously this great drumming but nice it, um, <laughs> but even the drumming wasn't that good let's get because, those fills going again yeah, in you know what it was because the backbone of the group was there was Brian McTurnan who was our producer great he, guy he, right there you think so uh, the production wise yeah 
All right. <laughs> so we'll we'll keep it. A lot of, keep a lot of people forward. agree with you, Brian. Thumbs up for salad days. He, he 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 wanted all the drums to get, to get to get. Oh yes. He wanted all the drums to get basic, and again, part of our thing was like we always tried to get slightly left of center or whatever. Play some funky chords, do a breakdown or do a weird part. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But I always fancied myself. I'll do a little this or do a little that. And he would just always yell at me. No dinging, no dinging. Mm. You know, play like Dave Grohl, like. Just hit hard. And so on that record, everything went into Pro Tools like and everything got cut and edited. And it was like, get rid of all the shit that I think sounds like me. And now I sound like someone else. And the, the songs don't sound like, you know, that other movie life because it just didn't have alex mm-hmm. so yeah because arguably you. it was like two and like i said and, and later on well there was like six movie lives but that's there was like two that that are <laughs> we're, we're the more well-known movie lives. we're gonna get to those but um so how the hell did you two meet mm. elementary school right elementary so yes actually second grade. Grade. i i you know i live you don't have to tell every story <laughs> yeah. There's a bit. I sound like a dick. Oh yeah, he's gonna say like, because Evan was mean to me. When we <laughs> I, you know, I'd moved from. We lived in Brooklyn. We moved to Long Island, like in when I was like basically like the middle of like he's kindergarten or something. So we just, you know, I didn't really know Evan, even though he lived around the block from me. Blah blah blah. I think it was first grade or second grade. Second grade. Second grade. We were in a different first grade, and like I remember he had a party and I and he had a birthday party and he invited like kids. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even like trying to get myself in the party. I remember thinking it was early like, oh, in the, so it was early in the semester. Friendly. And he goes, I just asked him, like, and he's like, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> he went out of it's his like, way to tell you that. Yeah, I made a point. Wow. Okay. He said, you're not, not invited. invited. And then he but said, it was September. Friend- my birthday's in September. In third so grade, we he just to sue me for breaking his go-bot. We just. He's got brother. <laughs> okay. My brother's a lawyer. Listen, we just. We had just met each I other. I love you. I love him. He told the story anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had just. It was an early. It was early in the year. I barely knew him. I'm sure by the end of second grade, we were high fiving no, and, yeah, and yeah, wrestling yeah. at the Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, we became. You really know, good friends. it's fine. All right. So, and and uh, like, what year there was that? How long ago? That was two. Like- Oh my God! It's what year, year two. was that? We're so old. <laughs> it's Nineteen, like nineteen eighty-one or something. So through the years, you guys are growing up and stuff, and like, wh- what's the music that you guys start listening to at a very early age? You guys li- like you kicking around? First, like, yes. Rat. <laughs> yeah, was we r- listened to the beginning. Oh, okay. Halloween. Was fucking headbangers ball. Halloween, you know, like, man. Halloween. Like, yeah. Re- well, early on stuff for me because you have. Two older brothers. I do. Oh, like, I have one older brother. One, I have two yeah. older brothers. You have two. So you guys had that that I didn't have. Like I was the oldest one. So like, and my parents listening. Yeah, like, they listen said, to yeah. shitty music. Yeah, I love when you every every one every few episodes you yeah. bring that up. It's it, it, it's true because it's just like I never like I had to like find shit out on the field and bring it back to my brother and sister and be like, look what I found. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like my sister listened. My brother did not. So it's cool when you have that older brother or, or you know two older brothers. So they 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 hand you down that those fucking Halloween records. And sure. You're just like, yeah. De- I mean, fuck. definitely. I mean, my older brother was more of an influence like when I got a little older, like the hard rock stuff. Like he was like into Guns and Roses. He liked Tesla. Before, whatever. Tesla's first dude, album is good. Man. I just fucking I'm listened sorry. to them yesterday. Yeah, Tesla. On a he brought me to the actual that um, first records. Awesome. I like the first two records. He brought me to that that acoustic show that got really oh, big, really? and it was originally the five man acoustical the jam. Like one of his friends canceled. Yes, it was, him right? and his friends, 
and I was like up, I was like really close to the front of the stage. I was getting like pushed into this like hot chick in like fucking spandex. Was that hot? And I was like young. And I was like, this is so awesome. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was just loving it. He brought me to like Rat, all these crazy shows. I thought he was gonna say I was face to face with Jeff Keith. Yeah, like, like no, he came no. Up I was like, close. wow. I'm like, you know, I was a kid, and I was. We like, sang little Susie like, women into with, each like, other's eyes. Spandex. I was like, this is awesome. That was a very cool the thing ch- for the, them to do. The girls are very attractive. Oh, yes. and we were young, uh, yeah. yes. and it was it was it was it was insane. Those yeah. same girls were actually at the Iron Maiden tribute show that I went to at 89 <laughs> North like two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Same exact ones. Well, they don't look the same, but it was the same exact same ones. Yeah. yeah. But my first actual show was uh, Van Halen with my brother and his friends. <sighs> so For really what? cool. Which I think you invited me to because I think Van you had. Hagar. I think it was OUA. It was OUA one too. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, come on. I was like, you know, what, what am I going to do? I love the Van Halen. I love the Roth there in elementary school. The first concert yeah. I went to, Alex yeah, came but... with me, was Poison. Open up and say, ah, uh, at the Coliseum. Wow. And, yeah. But then my older brother took us to the Headbangers Ball tour. That was pretty. Old. It was. Did high. you go with us? Did because the twist was we he took us. To, we had to go to the Allman Brothers. Yeah. Oh. That was the. <laughs> that was the. That was yeah, his. I never saw a crowd erupt. To take us post, that, that, that bass intro. Or whatever. Like, so the, good. And and Meatloaf opened. So it was but Meatloaf. When we were that age, I thought it was just so cool. You had brothers like that. It smelled like weed when we were there. It was crazy. I was like, oh my god. My brother didn't want to do shit from. He didn't take me nowhere. Like the best thing that happened that my brother did. He had a friend at a radio station. Gave him a ton of records. And uh, when he decided to just get into Ario Speedwagon and sticks and shit, <laughs> nice. I had Owner all of a sudden a shitload of Ozzy, Iron Maiden. Oh, he just oh. gave up his shit? He's like, oh, just... Nice. He, did not, he was all about so that, he did do something that for you easy realizing. listening rock Accidental. right then. Accidental yeah. presence. Ario. Serendipity. Yes. Not like hippie, yes. Like the owner of a lonely heart, yes. Yeah. That whole shit. Ario Speedwagon and shit and sticks. No, but about it. So, my, but he gave me all his metal records. That's awesome. So he had, he didn't want anything to do with me. Can I ask you a question? But he did give me a lot of hey, records. Whatever. Can you, <laughs> can, you, can, you can you edit out the part where Alex says I'm a bad was bad in elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just go. To it's already on your permanent fast record. Fast forward to man. sixth grade. So, slippery when wet. Never say goodbye. You know, we're, we're, we're high five every day. Really it's great. Right? You're a power power ballad guy. Yeah. What's you know. your what's your uh, number one ballad? We had still a, we still had when I go in the car with Evan, he's got that that. That whole genre, right? You usually listen to like the '80s, like hard yeah. rock kind of channel. I get that satellite. But what's what's the go-to power satellite. ballad? What's the one? I don't know. Never say goodbye. Home sweet home. Or, uh, that's classic. what I said. Home sweet home. That's I, I, I that's actually named. Um, I I know my number one was Blood and Tears by Danzig, but fucking heartbreak yeah, station, like man. Cinderella. More to me, more contemporary, even though it's not. You know what's funny? I watched a Cinderella video because my buddy told me about it because he he's getting into. Um, What's the website where you can go, you can get tabs, and they'll give you a metronome? He wants to play bass again, so he's playing uh, Last Mile or so Gypsy Road. Great and song. And he sends me the video, and it's like it's like these bozos walking around in <laughs> Love it. tight pants. They're like in Mexican yep. ruins, like yep. in Aztec right. ruins <laughs> with their fucking tight pants, and Fred Curry's like smacking them yep. with his drumsticks. <laughs> it's like totally disrespectful. <laughs> they look like buffoons. Totally but I think at the time we were like, this is so fucking oh, cool. Oh, so good. Uh, we, so we, cool. we went That's to Cinderella. Song, actually, yeah, we went to Cinderella, Winger Bullet Boys. It was, nice. it was phenomenal. Uh, money, money, money. So, Mark Terrain, one of the most Underrated singers ever, <laughs> Mark. Yeah, but uh, as you know, there comes a point where we get older. We're allowed to buy our own shit. We start exploring and finding and, music. Yeah, absolutely. Ninja, right? Ninja, Ninja. The, the, Ninja. Rock and roll madness. Dude, there was this hairstylist that my mom used to go to, and next door to it, 
was this this record store, this like tape and record <laughs> store, and they had this display for this band called Ninja. And they this were like, was in, they were like in front of like a limo, and they had all display. I bought the cassette, and it was like a hard rock band. It was, was awesome. Like, yeah. it, was, like, it, was, it was like too fast the, for love. The, you know, the, the fucking person at the record store knew this guy in Ninja, and they, they went to the show in a limo, and I was like, this is so <laughs> lame. Oh, my God, these guys thought they were like The shit. album was called Sealed with but, a like, Kiss. We thought they were cool. Like, rock and Roll like, Madness, yeah. so I guess, would be the single. If you could, the single meaning the, the <laughs> song that we played more than that the others. That we thought they were like famous and So does, there's and no, maybe ask just the fun. audience, like throw it out to G- Anthony and the four other people if they've heard of <laughs> Ninja, Sealed with a Kiss. I don't know, if anybody, they it's win not the prize. On, it's they win barely the prize. On, they win the yeah. $200 movie life demo. Nice. From, yeah. R- yeah. from Rich Jack, they win eight yeah, tapes, Rich, eight out of 11. I gave Rich like 10 of those, or like five of those eight that he has. He definitely took them from you. So, um, shout out to Rich, love you, dude. Definitely. Um, I would love to get him on. Yeah, but like seriously, I listened to music. Like I was into like Thomas Dolby. She blinded me with science. I was into Men at Work. I was into Duran Duran, hardcore, all that stuff before my brother really was an influence. So, yeah. so but then one, I got the hard rock and all that. One Even day. I had the Rick James record, um, Super, Super Freak. Freak. All right, I had you, all now that. You just who was the off. other band? I did. I had good who, taste. But when who I was else? A kid. I'm very who, proud of who it. Who did Super Freak? Who? You had that record too. Rick James. No, no. Who, oh, who? oh, there was some band that did like a. Dave Casale. He had the slap bass. Casale, I love that guy. Right? It was good. Shout out to Mariko and Dave and Holly. Uh, um, yeah, there was like a, a band, one of those like metal. F- you guys know. I don't know. metal rap band. They did Super Freak. They did like the slap though. Because Alex was playing bass at the time. So you hear a little slap thrown in a little metal. One of those ball bands that never like was humongous. But they were known. they covered Super Freak? Yeah. almost like Warrior Soul, like a band of that status. Little Caesar? You need to have. The wiretap player. You need to have like a guy like at a sports show who's doing the stats. Like, you know, look. Look, look that, that shit up. Casal, do it. Who, if, what do you got? He actually just called, so maybe yeah. we can get him. Oh, I thought him. he was calling for like a get him, you know, get him like to Google this question shit. or something. Oh, he has no idea what. Oh, I love, so, love so, that dude. So you had that one, but then one day you came home with black and white. You know black and white? Yeah. The cookie? Yeah. No, no, no. The the the, the <laughs> rap, episode, that was the rap and rock mix. Vince Neil. Who yeah. else? Wow. I don't know who else. Rainbow Bar and Grill. Rainbow Bar and Grill. It was like a mix of celebrity hard rock. Where the fuck were you guys shopping? Dude. <laughs> I never heard Schwarzky's. of any of this. We're shouting at <laughs> This was like, I seen you last night at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Yeah. It was like that, but it was like. That'll wait. be that'll be. On it YouTube. was a rock and rap thing Vince with Neil, Vince Neil. But, but they this couldn't was, use their names because they were like. It was called like Black and White. It was called Black was and White. clever name they and came up with. This was the cover. This shit. was the cover. The two hands. The crossed. I probably thought it was brilliant. The crossed hands. Oh, that's amazing. So, so. But the point is, but the point is. But so the point is, we would find. Th- this is when you would just find stuff. Like you would go, you, you would shit. read a tidbit. You would you would go to a store. You would see something. You right? found shit, all right. We, this oh, is what we found. Dude, we used to find. Ed, this is pre Eddie Reyes, right? BCE. Yeah, you just find shit. You found. We found. I know what the fuck I'm looking for when I get home yeah. on the internet tonight. <laughs> yeah, is dude, the black Rainbow and white. Bar and and white. Will yeah. is like the name of the song. I think. I just All read the... that motherfucker's 300 page biography and he dude, didn't mention black and white whatsoever. It was definitely him, and it was <laughs> Look black, for Ninja too. black and white. Didn't get an appendix. <laughs> it didn't get in there. Well, we could actually buy the movie life demo, resell it for 400, okay. and then, then you'll have the money to buy black and yeah. white. But you yeah. still can't get Brilliant. fucking Gene Simmons on the show though for that price, huh? That's funny too. Did you, you guys hear got about banned that? from Fox News? I Maybe saw that. Did you so, try to get Gene Simmons? No, Gene Simmons. Several times is no. selling a box. Dude, Gene set. Simmons was made for Fox News. That's Gene, Gene, <laughs> Gene Simmons is selling a box set of fifty years of his songs for two thousand dollars. Not worth it. And <laughs> it's in a road case. And when you buy, is there it, one of them? 
No, there's. I think he made a few thousand. Yeah. And, and when when you order it, he hand delivers it to you. So if we all chipped in, oh my god, what a prick! I think Brandon was doing Does that he, like, when he was come, when he was raising money. His uh, GoFundMe or whatever it was, it's like I'll deliver you a pizza if you like. Oh. Give me twenty bucks to to write a deck. Why don't song. we start a GoFundMe? <laughs> for can't can't wait for those guys to email. So me. you know Uh-oh. what? He's he, they're thinking big. Those yeah. guys. <laughs> Will Gene Simmons like go in your house and hang out, or he's just gonna deliver it? He's just like, gonna deliver right, it. But here's the thing: there's another thing that you could do for fifty thousand dollars. You could hang out with him. You could him. pay Gene you Simmons not him. to come. Dude, I would pay to like punch him in the face. <laughs> but That's what imagine, but still, I think in, in a way I almost get Just it. Say no to violence because by it's the way. so <laughs> because it's so crazy that he probably was like, yeah, you know what? He told whoever it is for fifty grand, throw it up online, see who pays for it. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. And he said you could invite up to twenty five of your was, friends. Like, would sell I tell you what, though, I want a docu- documentary made about the guy that that does it. Oh yeah, somebody's that gonna guy, do it. That's somebody the guy will that do fascinates it. Fascinates me, not Gene Simmons, but because the guy that's gonna throw all that money down. Because to God. someone, fifty grand is like a hundred bucks to us. Right. Yeah, you some know. people. And that guy is. likes kiss to Gene Simmons. Well, that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> and some, but there's also like those Guys fanatics like that, that would like take like out kiss. a loan just yeah. to buy that because they're just lunatics and then they obsessed with like the bands they love. Like it's unbelievable. If you had that money. I guess I'll throw it out to all of you. Would you pay to have him come or or Jonah Falcon? Oh my God, Jonah Falcon! <laughs> I think I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> the fuck? So all of the musical, um, whatever experiences, all the things we got into, we got into together. Isn't that nice? I know. I remember he when I got the Misfits. Things, we I would bring them, and we like. I went to your upstate with you, and we played the Misfits. Uh, Walk among no. Um, first was Brutality. first was Legacy, yeah. and we just played that like all weekend. It was so new. And then we and found out that me. Danzig like, was, was a singer because we used to die we, laughing at the at the mother video of like, who's this buffoon? <laughs> remember that? But, but with, you know with what? His yeah. fucking I love Danzig. Mutton I chops that was your first scene. And we were like, wait, that's the same guy. I love the first. I loved the first. I loved the videos. I loved everything. First of all, I can't believe in in our Facebook in our Facebook poll, this guy voted against Lucifuge. Dude, I love Lucifuge, but you but you shitted on Killer Wolf, which is like one of the best songs. That's a great one. It's a fucking Killer Wolf. That's a horrible song. He sounds like Elmer Fudd. It's versus Danzig One, right? Yeah, I voted Danzig One. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's not, I love Lucifuge. I do too. I I, I I love the first one more. Though. Don't you think like, Chuck Biscuits like, is better on? Never on heard one? before. Anything dude, like that. he kills that ride symbol on the first one. Yeah, exactly. You know? Chuck Biscuits, Chuck uh, Biscuits. rules He's that Because here's speaking of that. I love that. So He's so good. before we knew who Danzig was, and we were dying laughing. <laughs> dude, Chuck Biscuits. Because first of all, on the Headbangers Ball at the time, we want we were into much more speed. So Anthrax, Halloween, whatever. Everything was faster. That was that Love wasn't a fast Anthrax. song. That's what the, the Jeff Rodenstock thing. And about, it was and and he looked euphoria. You know he looked ridiculous. Ooh, and, that's a bad um, album. And then and then he did an interview with Ricky Rackman. That's my favorite. I still like it. All right, let's I know Elvis let's, let's focus. It, <laughs> no, I got a point. <laughs> let's focus. Go he, ahead. He's doing an interview and he and so it so first we're laughing because he's because it's ridiculous and then he's talking to Ricky Rackman and he's saying. You know, on this record, on uh, for Danzig, he put together his own band. And Chuck Biscuits, you know, one of the greatest drummers. And I, I mean, I'm dying laughing because, you know, I'm like, this guy's got like Evan one Tom Tom. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, he, are you kidding me? He used to make fun of like so much of the shit I used to play him. Like when I played in the Sex Pistols for the first time or something. I remember you and Jamie were just like laughing. Yeah, Alex, asses Alex off. was ahead of his time. Like in your then I would slowly come and around. I was like, Fuck you guys! I love this. He, shit. He, would, he would always. He was always. He was the first mover. <laughs> He was an influence. Alex was an influencer. 
I was the, I was the it. only audience, but then I would get influenced. <laughs> and um, you know, maybe Brian Kupchick was in that circle. But yeah, Evan yes. got me into uh, Hollywood. I mean, uh, but everything. But you, but it comes around. So like my Broadway mom, my mom, who who is sort of this nebbishy Jewish woman, would go to Tower Records and she would talk to the guy and go like, "What's what's what's what are the kids listening to? Whatever." And she came home with "Louder Than Love." And we were like, this is the biggest piece of shit on the, like, big dumb sex, and what, and we, it's we so read, slow, I mean, I and we're like, this is that. terrible. And then, you know, like, five years later, I'm like, oh, my eyes are open. I'm an idiot. Like, yeah, well, th- th- this is, I've seen God. We loved it, because you read about, you know, we used to read about everything. and never. Yeah, you were like young, too. Or, you yeah. think you know everything, and then you know nothing. I think but you, we were a little, we were a little narrow in our focus, and then all the shit that seems sort of ridiculous was like, it was, you know, then yeah, it became everything. Amazing. I think that, so that happened like, to me too. With a lot of bands that came before, like Cream or something, like the thought of that was, I'm like, that shit is so old. And then, yeah, like, going back right. and listening to Ginger Baker, when, I, when my ears were, like, mature enough or sure. ready enough yeah, to like hear Rolling it. Stones. I mean, and come I think on. that, yeah, Pink that Floyd is, was a little it's much partially we how band. great the band is. And partially, like when you're ready to hear something. Yeah, exactly. And when yeah, it has yeah. the most impact mm-hmm. on I, you. I, I wasn't think. ready for yeah, Glenn totally Danzig, good. but I, I we, we got ready. You are, but then Few are like ready for Glenn Danzig. That's his power. <laughs> Few. Yes. Few. I, Except I, the Northside King. Damn. Guy. I felt. Oh, that's sick. There I love is. that. There it is. I like oh, Danzig. There it is. Nice. Me too. I forgot about this. Full circle. That placement. But uh, yeah, certain bands like I think I mentioned like like when I first heard Social Distortion, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, this is terrible. Dude, I was way into them right off the bat. Another I'm like, state, I'm yeah, like, because, because you're really cooler than all of us. Yeah. You get them yeah. to everything no, no, first. No, I, I put that for my youngest <laughs> brother. Let, let me guess. You, you you had the demo, right? No, he found yeah. another state of mind. At like a, at a, <laughs> <laughs> at a, I'm <laughs> bro. I'm breaking your balls. No. <laughs> I'm really insecure. I, I don't want... No, I'm don't get him I was in the Sabbath Alex before a everybody. Alex pioneer. Shout out to Brian Lang. Alex had girlfriends in the first grade. He was knocking them down in the first fucking grade. Right? Don't lie. Dude, Shat, I'm a fucking dating them all. Another thing I fucking did. Our manager at, the, at one point, Vaughn, love Vaughn. Shout out to Vaughn strong Lewis, manager, strong management, strong out, uh, strong out. <laughs> I would really shout, shout out, out to out. that him and, and Kenny. Um, Kenny Gabor. When I heard, we, we used to hang out with Thursday a lot, and Jeff played me um, Thursday. Shout their out. demo. Uh, what's it called? What's that? My I, Chemical Romance. My Chemical Ram- Romance. Their demo, and I fucking called Vaughn. I'm like, dude, you gotta sign these guys. They're gonna be fucking huge. Let's reenact I it. I swear, two, re- a year, two years later, fucking triple platinum. There you go. Let's All right. reenact, reenact that phone call. Reenact triple platinum. It. I'll be Vaughn. I'll be Vaughn. How much of that money did you get? Top of that, Brian Lang. <laughs> same, <laughs> same amount man. as the movie live. Zero. <laughs> Wait, do you gonna call? I'm Vaughn. You call me. Hey Vaughn, what's up? Hey, what's up, Alex? <laughs> oh, you know, he's hanging in there. Mm-hmm. That's like his mm-hmm. how he fly. Yeah, good, 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 hanging in there. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. He's I'm the best guy. Not interested. <laughs> have a good day. He probably just didn't even take me seriously. I mean, whatever. But I just remember doing that. And he probably did, doesn't even remember that. But I pat myself on the back. No, I remember. Right, it's p- pretty clear. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> yeah, those right. guys are awesome. So, uh, you know, you guys are hanging out in Baldwin, staring at each other, you know, chasing chicks, going to, you know, record stores. When mm-hmm. is it that you guys mm-hmm. decide to start playing music? Like you guys just pick shit up and you're like, hey, I know, let's start a band called The Gonads. Well, I mean, Evan played drums. <laughs> Obviously we had an obsession with penises. Yeah. <laughs> I was just really into music. I was a, just a big music fan. First of Evan all, we, we first was wrestling, then came music, right? We so had we, a we tag team <laughs> called the Asian Warriors. We made our own belts out of like yeah. this ping pong. Neither one of us being Asian one of or a warrior. <laughs> 
Well, you know, I, I can was, say that my uh, father is from South Asia, so but I we, can uh, reclaim we were, some Asia. We were very into the ninja movies at the time, like Ninja oh, 3, sure. The Domination, yeah. Revenge Shokasugi, whatever. Yeah, they so did the guys got them all. Yeah. section yeah. over there. So, yeah. guy so wait, Ninja the movie Brian's and Ninja the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, Asian world of martial arts. I got that catalog like religiously. We I would go to. Um, we had a ninja club. Brian yeah, Cup like everyday stationery, whatever, and you would get it's a Chinese star, or you could get a survival. Yeah, that's when you or, could order um, Chinese stars out of the back yeah, of like, like Soldier yeah, of Fortune yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah, we used to order stuff. Just mail them right to your house. Yeah, didn't care how old you were. Ninja culture was ninja huge. It makes sense. I had the chocks. I had the sword, the wooden practice sword. Enter the ninja. I love Chinese food. I like Japanese food. Dude, Chinese is not ninja. What about what about? <laughs> I apologize. Shout out, shout out, shout to, ninjas. out to Tad. Shout, shout out to that. Oh. <laughs> shout out to what's this place? Tyco. Yeah, Bruce Tyco. Leroy. Awesome shout out to Bruce, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy, uh, Last Dragon. And you yep. would do. You would sit. Catch there, his bullets in his teeth. You would do <laughs> like the stupid prayers, like from like the ninja yeah, like movies the and hand stuff signals like that. Or whatever the, so yeah, yeah. The, it, ninja, and we and we killed people. You tell them that I was uh, mean in first grade, but not that I was ba <laughs> a badass killing machine by sixth grade. Another funny story about Evan: when we got older, um, we found some of his old toys in the basement, and uh, instead of his name, it said "mine" on the toys. Nice, <laughs> pretty awesome. In case mine. you were thinking if it was yours, uh, it, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> it was it mine. It didn't say Evan Bacon. It didn't say Evan. It said mine. Very telling. Very yes. telling of the personality. Right Total now. prick. Um, so oh, I love you. You know, like I said. Yeah. So how did we get into music? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I have no idea, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, music. We just like I went. You were in your base. This is. I remember when we started kind of getting into it. Yeah. One, you played the drums. Remember, and then I would, and you had a microphone in your basement. He had this yeah. cool basement that were his parents were awesome. They let him play. And I started singing stuff, and it was just like him playing drums and me singing. Remember Bacon Eggs? I want yeah, my bacon, bacon, and bacon and eggs. Whoa, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. <laughs> And that's how it, it was. Our first non. Then, it was know, our first fucking amazing. And then I got. You a can base. see the genius. I, I went and got a bass. You know what? But I, it I, wasn't I, about ninjas, so that, it didn't work. Van Halen it show. didn't work. Yeah. I saw Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony did his bass solo. Like looking back, it probably the Jack was Daniels bass. Jack Daniels bass. Daniels probably bass. so just drunk and playing. Uh, every, yeah, he was that doing shit's all that. Tea, bro. He was Kevin Dubrow. A bass solo, tea, and it guaranteed. probably was the world's worst bass solo. But I was like, oh my god, that's so awesome. Yeah. And I got a bass, and then we started. And that bass was a headless Steinberger. And I Thank wrote you a lot much. of the early songs we we played, like Gonads and all that, just bass. You know, bass lines. And then Jamie Siegel played guitar. Yeah, so he, so he was a really good much like player. the Beatles, of course. There was three people that played different instruments with beautiful voices, and it all <laughs> came together perfectly, right? Yeah, that's just how it happened. Totally, Pretty much. Totally, so yeah. th that was like what, the high school years, basically, right? This is like early, yeah, probably like very that's early That's like high junior school. high. Yeah, maybe. High school, we started to get more. Very, uh, yeah, could, I think when we, we were played. like 15 is when we started actually. When, when, we when Alex got Point pukes. Break, right? Point, was that what it's called? That's what Johnny says did. it was called. No, that's what we called it. We played his Halloween yeah. party when I was 15. We were 15. We dressed up. Dave Sherry Sawyer's like, house. Shout out. Dave Sherry Sawyer. Sherry Ann Sawyer. She's listening. We She's played Guns N' Roses. We played, um, we played uh, Danzig. We did three yeah. Ramones songs. We did uh, It's So Easy. easy. Yeah. We did uh, the Devil's Play thing. But right. even before right. that, we played with the, uh, my brother Adam, what do you open my older with? brother, his friend Ed, who was a great guitar We opened player. with Blitzkrieg Bop. That's we did we... right into Beat on the Brat. I have the set list. We actually. did. Yeah. You got wow. what is Devil's it? Play thing Devil's Play Thing. Devil's Play Thing. It's so easy. We did London Dungeon. Dude, I never wow. felt. We did two originals. I felt so cool. Like I had my, my girlfriend, like my first like real serious girlfriend. 
We had the fucking show. I was naturally single. We played the show. It was like so. It was fun. Like we met this. You know, we. It was shut down by the police. Thank you. Yeah, we. It was cool. It was was a good time in in our in our lives. Like we, it's like you know when you're in junior high or you're in elementary school and you kind of have your group. And then we hit junior high, and then your group actually kind of dissolves, and everybody comes into other groups. And it's kind of to me, it was kind of disheartening. In high school, there's so many other people, so like we started branching out and meeting all these people into stuff we were into. Um, And like we met. That's when we got out of the ninja uh, phase and got into the Edward Scissorhands phase. Into punk rock, (laughs) into all that stuff, into alternative type stuff like, you know, Bauhaus Smiths, anything from like you know Sex Pistols, Misfits, and then the drama kids. My girlfriend was in the drama crew, and then that was a kind of a a group and it's just like it was Never really exciting time now, yeah, now it was speak, really cool. speaking of the pixies, like you know like when you're just like you but finally find like yeah, i was yeah. i was like still single people. Was a late, <laughs> i was a late bloomer well listen you, you knew better than to get a girlfriend if you're gonna be in a band so i was i was um i was pacing myself nice. <laughs> you could pace yourself every day that's usually what i did um speaking of the pixies real quick uh what do you think of the fact that uh kim deal's no longer in the band um, I think I it's wanna, not the Pixies. That's no, a, that's to me, which we can talk about when we get to the movie life. Well, to me, <laughs> um, for the Pixies, I was disappointed, but like, I you know, I saw I was a big fan when I was younger. I saw like the last tour. Yeah, I saw the reunion tour. Oh, I saw yeah. like a couple of the shows. Me and Alex did go to the debate. Uh, you know, do a little point, 20th like, you know, anniversary. They're doing their thing, and I think that if she doesn't want to be in the band, like. Well, she's fine. Have, the, the Breeders have a new record. Yeah, and out. the Breeders, I like the Breeders too. She so, was just I mean, on uh, um, WTF. When is I mean, she coming Pod on is your one show? One of my favorite records of all time. Like the, even week. the recording, it's one of my favorite recordings. Of I all think time. for like fifty bucks, she might deliver a pizza. <laughs> but I think, you're, I think you're thinking of Kelly Deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, when they the, broke up that original, I I really like the original incantation or incarnation I of just, of, uh, of the Breeders with you know Tanya Donnelly and. It just was so I don't know they had such a cool thing I you mean just Pod. loved it, Pod, Pod. For Pod, yeah the first album, and they were really good ever since even Mountain Battles like the later stuff I love that shit but um yeah it's just funny by like, the way Alex the influencer he brought all that shit to the movie life so when you hear like an Avalanche song or something that's straight up Breeders that comes from Alex bringing that in yeah, bringing in his fucking legendary Pink Dots. And his Bauhaus. They used to make fun and of all me too his the weird shit. And then the one that sunk in. So the Pixies got. Uh, I'm sorry. The Breeders got through, but guided by voices. He brought that in, and it became, you know, the laughing stock to everybody's favorite band. So I, yeah. one of well, my favorite. The influencer. One of my favorite. I'm the eraser. One, <laughs> one of my favorite bands. I'm glad that it's guided by voices. I, I feel like they don't get enough. JBV. Yeah, I, I feel like. One of the worst concerts we were. <laughs> We went to their farewell. We were that was, was crazy. Like Dave's van got broken into. We got like one of those giant water bottles, and we used that as like that. We was were our, urinating in it. We pre-gamed hardcore on Long Island, and we went. Where to was the, the show? We were, Irving uh, Plaza. Irving, yeah. It was their last. Was that their last tour before they broke up? Yeah, it was, was like probably yeah. 2004 or 2005. I know we went with Dave and you, and then his car got broken into, and they stole the mm. radio. I think. Didn't they have like a bar? They had like a bar on stage, right? Oh, God, I don't. Even, we were just completely obliterated. I mean, they were too. I mean, just it yeah. was one of those things. It just wasn't. Um, there are two bands that I feel like, maybe three. I don't want to count. The, I don't know if I saw the Ramones or not. But I saw the Ramones guided twice. by voices and twice. Archers awesome. of Loaf to me were the biggest letdowns. We're like, we're like, I couldn't. Their record. I couldn't amazing. listen to the music again the same way. Like it wasn't. It it was not as much fun because they were so bad. Live. I was kind of really? it was also upsetting. Even pavement. I was I was pretty disappointed 
with Pavement too, and I, those are three like bands that I just absolutely love. You know, I've never been disappointed. I, I've seen Pavement a few times. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know what yeah, very I just wasn't that into it. It was really just not my thing. Maybe I just wanted a different type of show. You were with, with us, me when we saw Arches Love. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, at our, um, at Coney Island. Coney Island High. It was yeah. terrible. It was it was it was like a CMJ. It was it was so bad. Like. It was like when they walked on stage, I was like, this isn't the band. They and then they played, really, and I was like, oh, my God, It was terrible. just a bad experience because they pack you in, like, sardines. They oversold it. You know, you, you, you go to get a beer. Not, not that that makes a good show or not, but, like, you know, I go and I have to get, like, two beers. I'm holding two. I don't, you can't even move. Are there any right. shows the that you guys did The opening band played, like? and then they came out, like, an hour and a half later. <laughs> Every like, other like show. like a fucking arena show. And uh, I was just like, this is, first this, of my all, mood was just sour at that point. Right. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you would all agree. Those like, those like give a shit. Those other like, shows, the Van Halens, the Cinderella's, the Motley Crue's, those were the greatest shows in the history of I going I appreciate them later on because it's like they actually, it was more entertainment. Like, you know. Yeah, it was all production. For people growing yeah, up liking wrestling, then, it was you know, like, was really kind of like wrestling. When they went on stage, they just seemed like they didn't give a fuck. Like, almost like they're doing you a favor and they can't wait to get off the stage. You know what? That and is I really the, didn't yeah. like that. I, that's what, you know, with, the, with those, a lot of those. So we started bands, a band. I love their records and <laughs> yeah, I listen to them. Thing. I'll never go see them because they're fucking boring. Yeah. And I'd rather go somewhere. Like I'd rather go see Danzig or you always or want a little some per- other value. You always want a little production value. Production and theatrics. Yeah. At some point, Animation. it became it lame. Yeah, like yeah. Or something. You know? it, it, at some you point, know. that became too over the top or too whatever. But you you have to give something to an audience. Like you're paying money, right? You don't sound like a cliche. You're paying hard on money. Most of the people that just get up and go through the motions, it's a letdown. It's a like bummer. I could be bored in my basement listening to records. Yeah, I didn't you know? need Probably to see Guided by Voices, would, uh, you know, have a, a light show or set something <laughs> on fire, but like be engaging in some way. You know, pretend you want to be there, do something interesting, do an oddball song, do do something eclectic, do anything to, you know, make me sure. value that's, that I that, spent money that, on it. It's a visual a, performance as well, you know, just yeah. as much I mean, as the. If you just oh, want to yeah. listen, you can just listen at home. You know, I remember so. seeing the Butthole Surfers at. Which Lollapalooza was that? The first or the second? I think probably the second. Dude, Gibby was so wasted. Throwing skeets up in the air and shooting them. Had a shotgun. <laughs> that's pretty oh, awesome. Shit. It was fucking bananas. <laughs> that was the but, first one because Henry Rollins. Just told that story yeah. that Gibby had a shotgun and they were like, "Yo, never again can Yo, you they do were that." Just throwing yeah. shit. He was. It was fucking That's for nuts. real. He was shooting the like, shit. Yeah, they did that like, in New York. Uh, he'll probably fuck? go to jail for about five years. It was in Jersey yeah, at that Waterloo Village, whatever the fuck know. it was. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting nuts. money's worth. Yes. Yeah. Do you Dude, know? I, I wasn't there. He was a shotgun <laughs> blast away from being the next Great White. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey. Well, it was open air. You know. Yeah. If you skeet shooting indoors, too soon. it'd probably always be too soon because that was terrible. I'm sorry I even made a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I it was too you, soon for them kind to of go influencer back and record new material. I think that was too right. soon. Sam, so, Sam will drop that part, but he'll leave when you called me a selfish prick. First grader. <laughs> the first grade thing. Speaking of getting my bugle your, boys. Speaking of getting your money's worth, I'm just going to interject and say that um, at the moment, Dio's wife... Is talking about using yes the virtual yes. the virtual deal yes. a hologram yeah. like yeah. is that insane you want to talk about getting your money's worth like yeah. I could understand like you're you're grieving Ronnie maybe you do one show like that they're talking about taking a, a, a the hologram deal on tour. Hologram. you know what it all depends on how they execute can I ask a question you know what I mean like I don't know whatever I, I'm not gonna go I thought it was Dio, but at like, first I thought it was like God that's so like using a corpse practically or disrespectful. But then I was like, you know what? 
What if like, like you know, I got a kid. What if he gets in the deal? Like he's never obviously going to see him. There was people that died before I got the yeah. chance to see him, like Hendrix. So at least you're going there, you're listening to the music, you're seeing. This I have a thing. question. They do like a multimedia, Who like something fuck, visually you know? cool, like something. I don't know. I don't run the show. I yeah. Run the show. I have like a question. I think, whatever, I've, you know, lo- I've lost gonna, the show. If people are going to enjoy it, I lost the show as soon as I hit play. Sorry, dude. Um, that that was the four wood blocks. Right. I was like. I hope we're not going to ruin your show. Listen, it's here's those my, Dr. Peppers. Cut Evan that guy and I off. are like the worst. <laughs> These are minis. Here's the question. What's on the rider for the hologram? <laughs> I, you know, that's a really good Double question. Double A batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it going. <laughs> we could basically find out. Six waters. Um, but I mean, couldn't they just four, get four towels? Couldn't they just get uh, <laughs> Carla Tortelli from Cheers? To <laughs> <sing>? <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm not saying don't do it. Mm-hmm. it, it I'm just saying, thinking if you like, go to a virtual show, do you pay with Bitcoin? That's what yeah, I, that's, I'm just thinking. Like, wait, hold on. I'm here all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But At I, least if you're one of those guys that likes throwing bottles at bands, yeah, you're not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. victims. You can no get the jollies and, you know. Maybe if it's They like, should make it like Futurama and just push his suck, head out in a jar Dio. instead. <laughs> yeah, or like a cheap <laughs> ticket, you know? Like nothing yeah. too expensive. Right. Because like... It's I, like when you go see a laser light show. Maybe yep. you could... I mean, I will, but, it's cool. Dio like, but, the hate but where is it going to end? If like, they have like a live band just sitting up there and it's just him and his hologram, that's terrible. Where is it going to end though? Like, Because I could see Wendy Dio like taking... The Dio hologram to like open a mall or cut a ribbon on a Walmart. <laughs> HOV got, lane. Like, virtual scissors and like yeah. This <laughs> the HOV lane. I'll pack that. Sure. I'll pack Dio back in the van, drive to the next fucking you know state fair. Yeah, like what's next? Like what if like the Wu Tang dies in a plane crash? Or we're gonna get nine holograms now? <laughs> oh god! Shout out to the Wu. That can possibly yes. be good. Maybe one yeah. hologram to do oh, them all. Did it. I heard Frank Zappa. They were doing that with too. Which Bad I'm idea. sure he and I think the kids were all fighting over it. Yeah, they're, they're they were fighting, fighting over the estate of, of the hologram. Zappa's the kind of guy. I wasn't a big Zappa fan. I respect the musicianship, too, obviously. Same, same. But I do respect his musicianship, but, but I just never and, and like him and what he stood for. I know for a fact that dude would not want a hologram of him played around. I'm yeah, sure probably of it. not. And it seems disrespectful yeah. in that case. Maybe Dio didn't give a fuck. You yeah. know? I don't <laughs> know. Maybe but, yeah, she's running the show. So pretty right. much. But Dio, shout out to Dio and the Pick of Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best fucking part. The, the, that movie was a letdown for me, but that really? intro that scene, so good. The Cock intro push-ups. scene was just phenomenal with Jack yeah. Black when he was little. Very talented. And, then, uh, and Meatloaf. Yeah, the Meatloaf part, like just it would set it up. Shout it was out like, to Meatloaf. It was pretty like downhill from there, though. I mean, it was all right. Tim Robbins was terrible. I like Tim Robbins. It was terrible. <laughs> Is 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 it, you prefer like Joe Rubino to come back and just just be like yo, <laughs> fuck that guy, fuck fuck MySpace, fuck yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fuck, fuck your media. face up. That's what he's gonna fuck. Yeah. He is. Joe Rubino has nothing to do with that. It's all. I've shout been. out to Joe Rubino. It's been nineteen years. I miss you. Yeah, you can go get a haircut. Just hearing nice. Joe's voice makes me sound less of a man. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm a. Beyond a pussy. He has a when I hear Joe uh, Rubino. Yeah, before we, before I can't we even take a piss Evan. next to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> totally Love mas- Joe. It's totally a did we? Did we ask Joe to be in the band? I, we had to have asked Joe to be in the band at least once. Maybe. I, I think maybe. Yes. I think so. Nah, you guys are pussy. Do a, a follow-up on the, the Joe <laughs> Rubino. And then he did Dearly Departed. Can you ask your like, stats? Nah. He did but that do. was years later, though. He did. All right, so listen. Eddie. Shout I don't, really, I don't really get Milano. Wow. A lot of hate in this room. Yeah. A lot of hate. 
Well, listen. You can edit that part out. <laughs> speaking, speaking of that. Plus, pl- Dude, shout out to fucking I've inside asked, for introducing. Come on, Malamo. I've asked Dude, you to have dinner like I six times. I want to talk about this since I heard this. Scrapple, Scrapple. Oh yeah, yeah. I, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I I recall it totally differently. Uh, I think we were. Mar- <laughs> I think we were in Maryland. Not, not, not I, Maryland. Think, I think we were in Maryland uh, when they introduced me to Scrapple. It was like a like one of those regional dishes, uh, and I actually was in a supermarket by my house, oh. and they had Scrapple, <laughs> and I was gonna bring it as a gift to you, but I didn't. I came straight from work, <laughs> and uh, I couldn't do that. But. I think I still have some of Alex, Mal- Malamo's beers. Alex was there. the influencer. He brought Scrapple in. He was the first one yeah. to bring in Scrapple. <laughs> the, the inside gets all respect for that. Inside took us on our first tour. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. great. We went all the way to California and back. Shout out to Tom. There it is. There's Craig, nothing. There's nothing Vinny. funny about that. <laughs> Okay. Except Mike Malamo had a, definitely had a boner when he was singing most most often. <laughs> Chris had a boner a few times too, from Daddy? what I recall. Yeah, nice. he, had, he had some wood. Oh, he's Greek. You know? Shout out yeah. to Chris, uh, man. He uh, put out a seven inch for us. Yes, yeah. he did put a seven inch uh, out yeah, apparently because yeah. no, he had a boner on go. stage. <laughs> yeah, seven no, inch? dude. I always uh, think of that. Like when I think of like movie uh, stuff, boner? that's one of the things. <laughs> no, uh, well, that's I'll tell that you a story. I'll tell you a story. But at the set, X number five. Yep. The Listen, split. Evan, yeah, the split. Evan awesome. has a story. I have a story because we went on uh, tour. Alex, when he was a young lad, was his very germ. Again, he's an, he's a, he's an influencer. He was he would always look at his silverware, <laughs> and if it had spots, <laughs> he would kid, he would put it down. He wouldn't he wouldn't touch it. But when we were on tour with Inside, he shared a joint with a guy. I think had like three teeth in his mouth. <laughs> put, it, put it right to his lips. That's, Long Beach, California. That's different, <laughs> man. That's different. <laughs> Yo, Dude, don't when, talk about that. When you when no. you when you yeah, smoke, not this Alex, Alex, a, a different <laughs> Alex. Uh, that other guy. Yeah. Alex Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Jewish. Nice Jewish boy. Nice Jewish boy. <laughs> Back in the day, that's what you had a blunt and you smoked it. No matter how disgusting the person was, you just passed. Dude, but it's, yeah. no, it was but part you know, of the community. We were in Long Beach in California. PCH. We were playing, we were playing uh-huh. a show with some really like that place had like pigeons buried in the wall. It was disgusting. We met like there was. Like when this you whole group the white, of like Mexican like punk pl- rocker dudes, uh, and they were the fucking coolest guys. And one of the guys I think booked shows there. It was like this place that like just PCH. They, they didn't really mm. book. It was almost like that. Was that the place white Berkeley, supremacist show you guys? Like played? where they just book like they didn't <laughs> that was book, my like, bar a, a sign band like to a lab, major label or anything. And we just, these guys were just so fucking cool. And it was just yeah. I you know it was just I don't know that guy. I didn't even that think guy of that, that weird, Alex like, saw something in that guy. You touched him. He had a connection. No, but it just was a lot of fun. I got caught up, you know. It was nice, nice. I liked it. You're like, quick, roll a joint. I need yeah. to swap. You're, like, with you're like, I'm not putting this fork in my mouth. Give me that joint from the guy with two teeth, please. <laughs> Do you have two teeth? You have three. Disrespect. A lot of hate in this room. So anyway. you had to open up the the uh, the mine, Pandora's box. Real quick, because people will kill me if I don't ask. Uh, the first thing no, they that won't. the first thing that the movie life recorded. Um, yes. What was it? The was it the red demo? Yeah. Yes. So. How did those songs yes. come about? Did, did you guys like? Because I, I think you guys, you told me that you guys wrote a lot of stuff together. So you, yeah, were, you like were just we did ro- most of the stuff yes. was uh, like we would just jam, like we jam out parts. Uh, Eddie Reyes taught Alex how to play and drop D. <laughs> yeah, he just like we. So I'm like, oh wow, you just tuned that one string because I didn't know shit about experience like writing <laughs> stuff in bands with, uh, but mostly with the bass. <laughs> We, we only rented him for like one demo. That's Eddie had him go <laughs> to the next band. He had to go around. He, he did um, like I don't know. There was times where he just wasn't happy, and then he quit a bunch of times. He quit, I mean, maybe he quit for that lovely no. band runner up that went yeah. nowhere. So. No, but because because we started out, you know, look, you you let's get philosophical. You you start, you figure out in time like what you're going to be or what you're going to become or how the shit evolves into 
what our sound would be or something like so i think we started out in d and we've had a bunch of songs and then it just became different he wrote less alex wrote more it was in e it it just went in a different way and i guess he felt you know whatever yeah. left I mean, out I or whatever don't and remember, it was a different it was like a different time you know like we were it was still you're still part of the scene and it was people were it was more How sensitive and 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 I think he felt like he was a part of something, then he wasn't a part of it. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. I just think maybe, yeah, maybe he was. But he 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 basically jumped. He was in every. Like, yeah, I mean, he's band. like a, you know what? Yeah. He's a great guy. He's the reason we started the band. He called us and he wanted to do it with us. We we you know we got we you know. I don't back then. I don't remember. Like we're all younger. We're going through different things in our lives. Like maybe I don't really remember like what it was. But I remember like him feeling like he wasn't happy and he, you know, he quit a couple of times and then he quit and, you know, I don't know, but dude, I, you know, he's a great guy, you yeah. know, it's just, I don't know really, I don't remember well, exactly listen, it what worked happened. Well, listen, it worked out pretty good for him in the Yeah, end, no, and I'm, I mean, no, for and, him, and, and, yeah. damn it. <laughs> and all those good yes. dudes, that whole band, like love all those guys. Yeah. Like I just, I root for them every second. I love them. I think they're great. And, you know, if, if it, everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out, you yeah. know? Like, Wait, we were supposed to lose. Well, I don't think I left. Damn it. I mean, I feel like I'm happy. I'm glad for the experience that I had. But also at the same time, like when I left, I was miserable. Like I didn't like it. I wasn't, you know, getting along with the guys in the band. I wasn't into the music that they wanted to do. You know, we got as we got more popular. So it's the same thing. I it's like the Eddie thing on a different, on Everybody's a different level. Changed. So five yeah. years Everybody later, wanted to, and Exactly. Well, because it wasn't his band. Like, so. Well, the so thing is like, yeah, you, you say what you're going to say. Okay. Also. I mean, it's, okay. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm thinking. You know. I'm, say. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking. I and I did have a phone for a couple of years. We didn't talk, but now we're, we're back we're to back. TFF, so. We're back talking over each other. I think that it's when we started the band, it was like Eddie's band, right? He was he was the literally a legendary guy, you know, for lack of a better word, in the scene. And it kind of got away from him. And when we hit our stride, it was mine and Alex's band. And then they, the other guys kind of took it away. In other words, Vinny became sort of enraptured with this idea that he was the band or he was the singer, and the label sort of empowers him to think that way, and the manager sort of empowers him to think that way. And then the dy dynamic changes. All of a sudden, he wants to write all the songs, or he wants to write any songs. And, you know, he's cutting out, you know, parts all of a sudden, or he's a critic, or he's going to produce, or he's going to do this. And the whole thing changes from what it was, so... You know, I think maybe that's why I left because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't our band anymore. Like, wasn't what it was. It wasn't. It became, to sound a cliche, a business, mm. and you know, it that just was be, it, it, it mean, was all yeah. it was all different. It wasn't, and everything was now, you know, writing a song like, is this a hit? Is this a this? He started to approach it with like this intellectual bullshit of like, like Rivers Cuomo. Well, he, that, oh, he really he has success. is the band <laughs> of that band. You yeah, know, like, but, like, you know, it just became different. So I think it became quickly different with Eddie, and then we had our thing, and yeah. then it just became I mean, different. That was that. That was that. Uh, and I think you're right. I mean, Excuse you know, me. I felt like we we had to, all of a sudden we had to start tuning down lower and then made our, our song sound like farty. You know, it sounds weird, but, like, I'm not really a trained musician or anything, but, like, we everything was written in a certain way and then when you tune down we the way that strumming is the way the flow of the chords is yeah yeah of course um it just sounded bad and then the newer stuff it was like i felt like i was trying to be creative and a lot of it was like knocked down it was simplified and it was kind of like almost sounding like a lot of the bands we were 
touring with like we toured mm-hmm. with so many different types of bands hardcore but then we, there was a point where we were playing with like you know good charlotte midtown goldfinger right. all great bands in their own right mm-hmm. but that's not us and i felt like we were that was the shift and it's kind of very tempting because you go to those shows and it's like we're playing in front of thousands yeah, of kids yeah, sure. are we but taking a break is, you were talking about uh, all the tours you were doing, like kind of with a uh, good Charlotte and all that other stuff. How yeah, how the sound changed, like how 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 I just think the it dynamic had it, maybe. changed. I don't know if it was, but it definitely felt like that's the direction that everybody wanted to go in. And but you were involved in like so, so f- the the first we did six that EP. We did that EP. You were involved in everything but the last full length, basically. the last record, yeah. So. But and even demos for it and songs that made it onto that, he was. Yeah, I, I part of the writing process. The writing now, process now, with, now yeah, Evan, when he, when he decided to leave, how did you feel? You're skipping ahead. Oh, all right, sure. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, it's fine if you want to. Oh no, confused. I, no, Anthony. I, yeah, definitely. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could answer that, or we could get to it in chronological order, whatever you want. We might be here for. A long yeah, time. I'm just, just slow build. I'm just when Alex left. If you must know, sure, because you asked. It was horrible. It was horrible because, number one, me and him started the band, right? So this was the guy who, you know, we've done all everything together since the second grade. We were in six other bands where it was always us and different people. And then this was the band that actually worked. So we had put in all this time. We would do whatever things, you know, together uh, when we weren't torn. Like, we were friends every day forever. And then... On a band side, when he left, I had no voice. Like, I was always outnumbered. And when he was in it, it was always me and him. So we always, not that we always got our way, but the thing worked because we worked together and we always got shit done and we always made certain things happen that the crap that nobody cares about, right? Just simply getting off tour, paying bills or sending out shit in the mail or, you know, trying to get shows, like all the other crap. We did it together. And then, you know, like saying, this, everything starts changing and people start thinking they're bigger than they are or that they have, that the band is holding them back or that they should be bigger, you know, uh, doing more things or writing more songs or whatever. And then when he left, I was like all alone and I had nobody to get my opinion across or nobody else who's, you know, opinion i valued and then i was just outnumbered and the funny thing is we put out that record and it was like the biggest selling record just because we there was more money and marketing behind it but the band was over in like a year so we we worked there was the combination that worked and it worked up until that time and when he left you know i think some people think no that's when we hit our stride or whatever and i'm like that's bullshit it ended you know almost abruptly so so i was I was very sad, and we didn't talk for five years. Wow, that's so, crazy. There you go. But uh, wow. so, so Way to bring down the room, Dick. We <laughs> could have built up to it, but, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we got the, we reunited because of uh, Alternative Press, actually. No, well, I That's mean, right. So Retelling the movie life story brought us together. <laughs> that is true. And it's not even a lie. But, uh, <laughs> well, you said that is true, so it's I, true. I know, I know that, uh, you know, th- the first show that you guys actually played was at your house. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people always bring it up. Yes. I think there was like some footage on there. So and you, you mentioned that before yep. I did. So, w- cause my parents, like w- my siblings were all gone. I was the only one left in my house. We had a basement. I played in his basement actually once. Oh, damn right. Yep. Was show? it at our show? Shows, the basement yeah. Shows. 
we yep. we um yeah You're, we had we had like I had like a stage I had like a side thing it was like all carpeted yep. there was like a pole in the middle but whatever I think Millhouse played too I think Millhouse yeah Millhouse yearly uh, I think last days of August maybe probably. played yep and then like yeah we've done a half dozen shows or whatever but me and Alex were doing shows we did shows you know we were in the Sand Pebbles we did at PJ McLean's we did shows at um that place in Oceanside that got yeah, shut down yeah. at the basement so. We tried, you know. We did what we could. But, we gave back, but we had I had shows occasionally in my house. We'd get, you know, a touring band, a, a you know, yeah. place to play, throw them, get a collection, throw them a few bucks, whatever. And your first show, uh, I think, what Glass Show played that too, right? Our type eleven, right? Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe motive. Of, I, I don't. I think I don't remember. The Sons of Abraham. Ask Mike Dubin. Show. <laughs> maybe it was. I think there was another show like he, he's the statistician, Abraham. Mike Dubin. No. So yeah. um, did he? It, and was he in charge of? Uh, Unless that was this year's model. Okay. Was he in charge of that? That the label that that put out the Fade Away, right? Fade Away. He right? wasn't. He 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 just somehow inherited it, as opposed to all of us who made the record. So that oh, makes no really? sense. No, yeah. he was working with yeah. the with the guy. I forget his name. Dave? The guy that worked at the at the, the Dave Cohen house. was yeah. his name. Maybe he financed it. I think, and he started it with Mike. Uh, the the album. Mike just kind of took it. So. And like back then, like. What does a label like that do for you guys? Like uh, for for the first demo, they they didn't nothing. They, they, they had nothing to do with the I demo. I think they pr- oh not the demo. No. It was so we, we did, did the red demo record with yeah. Mike Zappone again. Early influencer, Long Island fame. I think we I think we were the first. Um, we I got, swear we were you the know first. What? Uh, Ancient Chinese Secret. They did their demo there. Did they? Yeah, and we really we were second. And they did, and it was from that Fleischman connection. Listen, there. number two Shout is out okay. to Chinese Secret. And Tommy Corrigan did the logo, um, red demo. Right. TC did the logo. And then yep. I think Eddie started using it for his other bands too. And then a lot of other Long Island bands started using Sapone, like yeah. brand new and taking back Sunday. So we did the red stuff. demo. They did a, a comp. We did tapes with Aaron Barlow's mom. Say, you know, sold them at shows, mailed them out, did all the usual DIY stuff. Then we did the white demo. Okay, that was. Another tape. I think we recorded that with with General George and mm-hmm. Juan. Yeah, Shout and out to the yeah, did a little was, magic shop that. on I that. Love, did whatever, that. pieced it together. Demo. Then we were supposed to do a record for this guy, Clean Clean Records. I yeah, think what yeah, it was. Wow, total sham. This dude, and we recorded it. We recorded the songs. George Reynolds did yeah. backups on like two of them. It, and it never came out. Never saw the light of day. That was like our big break, right? Because yeah, the guy didn't pay the the studio or something. And, uh, then we wow. did Go Time, which basically was the same thing. We paid for the studio or whatever. We did it ourselves. We mixed it. And so Fade Away, he made up the label, basically. I, I think they pressed it and maybe got... Yeah, they paid for some of the stuff, but there wasn't... Yeah, there wasn't. It was just like a stamp, like, you know, just yeah. kind of to, to yeah, have something cool. yeah. back. Because back then, like, when you were in a band, like, I mean, maybe today too but like just having that stamp was so official you're like oh, yeah you makes it feel good and you know like, these are like oh, people yeah. that you know you, you make we made friends with yeah if you, and you could get you could get so stuff cool in a store like, like you'd be on tour you'd walk into a record store you'd leave three on consignment he was more apt to take it if it was on a label or something you and, know? And, and, and like back then like how would a band you know without the internet and like cell phones um get their music out First of all, we would send it to any. You'd find anything in a fanzine or whatever, they and you would mail it. People did the mail it because you'd mail it to review. So, like an under the volcano or whatever. So, if you got a good review, maybe some people would get it. If you played a show, you'd go to the record stores, try to leave flyers. Yeah, we used to try to get them to the take stores, three yeah. to five flyers right there. Flyers. <laughs> try to get them to take three or five records on consignment. You know, and you would talk to kids and you would give them. 
something, a flyer. You give yeah. them a tape. People trade. And when you go when you go on tour too, you meet these guys. They have their own distros. You know, like you know the the famous Rick to Life has a sure shout out to you'd, Rick you'd, to Life. Right. So you'd find right. so there was a lot of kids Life. that did like like kind of pretty legitimate. Really cool things. Yeah, like but you do the same thing. You'd sell you'd sell five tapes to some kid in and yeah. uh, you he's know if they really like red it, cheeks they or, like or uh, whoever, cheap and they would get it out. He's yeah. selling your demo right now. I think Revelation actually. I don't know if they still not do that, but they had a distro too. Revelation Records, not a part of their label, but it was part of the label, but it wasn't like you're signed to them. But they would distro, and I think that they ended up distroing uh, Go Time. Yeah, so, so you have like Go Time going out and and like figure what was that like ninety nine initial records at a distro yeah Sorry. Go Time something like ninety nine so yeah, like, it was like ninety nine the scene was pretty much popping at that time um, yeah and we were doing and and so you know again like the dynamic at that time or how it works is we're writing the stuff so Alex is like we're jamming he's coming up with all the stuff Vin's doing the lyrics and then all the crap that nobody cares about me and him are doing you know. Vin's not booking any there, shows. There was definitely a certain point where Evan started doing a lot of it, so I can't. I def- definitely early on we were together. But it's, yeah, it's all basic then, grassroots shit. You're 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 finding anyone you can to give a show. You're trading. I'll give you a show. I in my basement. Give us a show a there. Point. To this day, yeah, that's how you did. Yeah, I you, definitely you, checked you, out at a point, and I definitely know that you know it probably wasn't fair to Evan. But you know, but whatever. What, yeah. Every band has the dynamic, because right? Of who does not. what and who is better at things than other people. So Alex is writing. I'm doing all the. You know, nonsense, paying whatever bills, you're building it up. We got a van, whatever. We did a tour with Inside, then we did a tour with Kill Your Idols. You know, so Andy Idols takes us out, shows us, you know, the tour book and how to do stuff, and you meet more people. So, like, we'll come back to this place next time. Like, it's all networking one on one, right? It's also, you're, we were very fortunate because this, we, you know, the scene was really strong back then. Yeah, I feel like I mean, you, could, you would people, play in a house, you'd play in a basin, you'd no, play I, in a venue. You I could, remember, like when we had the, I think it was the Red Demo. Like our, you know, we've been playing for a little while, and, and I think we started getting pretty popular. And then there was like a dip for like a little bit, like where it didn't seem. It seemed like almost like it was falling off, but then there was like a resurgence, and we put out our um, when Red Go Demo. I believe out. it was it was like we sold like a hundred demos. I could not believe it. It was at Deja One. We did our our release. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Like it was just so wild. It I feel like, like people would just go to shows no matter what, no matter what was going on. There. Yeah, I mean, people went to like, shows yeah. to it see new matter. bands. People went. I mean, if there was to a huge right. band, there would be like more people. But uh, uh, three, like just local bands, could play, and there'll be hundreds of kids. But there. also, if kids you know, dug you, fun. they'd buy the they'd buy the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we didn't. We saw once the Go Time came shows, out. Though. That kind of, for lack of a better word, legitimized it. All of a sudden, we play Long Island. And people knew enough songs, right? Instead of knowing three songs, they knew ten songs. The shows got like instantly better yeah. once Go Time came out. And then, like you're saying, it seems to be on a label. It's a product. Other people take you seriously when you go to other towns. You start getting better shows. You meet other bands. You know. Then we did a few splits yeah. and all that. And you just you're basically just trading up everywhere but it was you go, definitely right? Definitely a grind. It w- it seems like it was like on Long Island, we definitely benefited from that. But like the outside of Long Island, the, it was definitely tough. Like yeah, we would work temp jobs and shitty jobs, and you know, really. I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever turned down a show. Just to go North on Carolina tour. for a Saturday. Why not? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, West Virginia. Why not? We paid Burlington, to go on Vermont. Tour for a long here we time, go. You, you know? know. I and feel like that's how to do it, though. I feel like you just yeah. basically. It seemed to us at the time that's how you do it. Like all there was, 
you know, there's a million bands. Life, uh, and Joe Rubino was talking about fanzine. it. There's bands that just didn't want to get off Long Island. They didn't want to tour. They didn't want to do it. So we toured what separated us had to nothing to do with five kids in like the yeah, middle of nowhere. It had nothing know? to do with were they better songs? Were we a good live band? We just did it, and we just kept doing it because we I seemed mean, to be that what made sense. Now, now, seemed to have this. Hey, do it. Did you guys have that 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 thought process back then? Is like you know, like kind of like uh, that. This is what you wanted to do were you thinking of had like five years like holy shit you know if we keep going i mean i would have loved to do it i mean i was definitely more was that the thought process i was like i I don't um, think it was it was just like a what we just kept going and it just never stopped it got bigger like i would like to you know you think like oh we if we could do this that'd be great i definitely thought i didn't like foresee i was definitely naive about business type stuff like i thought you know, we come from this scene where we're like supposed to be like it's supposed to be better than like than the typical. We're just here to be rock star type thing, and uh, and it definitely was weird the business part. It definitely t- was a turn off to me. Yeah, totally. At the same time, maybe at that point in my life, like, I think now if it happened the way I am, like I probably would 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 have been fine with it. But it was well, just especially like, Evan. This it was a tur- it was definitely exceeded. a turn off. Um, excelled you know, everybody there's all these people that get involved into your band business they change they you know they empower some people there's just like all these weird things that happen and it's really coming from like i guess a punk rock type of kind of background it just was didn't feel it felt weird it felt like it when we we stupid, did a band because we always like playing together it you know when you read about like motley Crue and nikki six is like i had a vision for a band i wanted this guy as the singer i wanted the crazy drummer i wanted this and that I knew we could do X. I wanted to be the next suite or whatever. We didn't have any. There was zero plan. We just wanted to play. People came and went, and we just kept going. And then at some point, you know, we had more of that than the temp work. And then at some point, we had only that. And then at some point, instead of paying to be in it, you were breaking even. And so it just kept going. And probably we should have had a plan. Like if we said, we're going to model ourselves after this band or we're going to this is where we we never yeah, yeah, ever we didn't ever have had like a talk any image we never took what do we want to be where do we want we never had and again also to the fault of our manager so eventually you get a manager you never had a talk what are we going to do what's the next 2 months look like so what's the next 6 months look like what is the goal we just kept going so with the, with so this, that was the problem really with, with this thought process now no image now, no plan no no pixed photos none so with, yeah. with this thought process now like what would you tell your younger selves to keep like you know like what would be the advice you know basically I mean almost, at, at that point you know like I, we were talking about how like when I left I wasn't really happy with the direction of the music and stuff but there was also other things like there was personal differences between Do you regret leaving? No, I don't. I mean, I don't regret at all. I regret that it Sometimes I think like it could have been so fun and so great, but I don't, you know, I do take some responsibility. I was definitely going through some certain things in my life at the time, but at the same time, I felt like, you know, these are supposed to be my friends. And whenever somebody was down, I tried to to pull them up. I was going through like a, a, you know, a, a tough time. Um, with like a lot of anxiety and it wasn't because like, you were kind of an stuff, annoying depression drunk and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a half open eye. Maybe that's what maybe that's one of the reasons why that you know that that happens when you're anxious. But no, but um, also if you're feeling that way, the, being on tour is a horrible place to be. Yes, yeah, so you want to be home, and it sucks. And, and if you have like, no plan, yeah. you're you're always there, and it, you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, and then you know, I was more like, you know, I felt like that, and I'm like, oh, it's just all about, it's all about you know selling T-shirts and the next this and that. 
and like you know whatever and then i was like and then there was a point like after that where i was like and i don't even like the music now so like what is there for me here? were you feeling a pressure to constantly keep writing songs no, no. i mean it wasn't we wrote even songs that. All, the all the time yeah it was it, it was uh you know, and I'm I'm not gonna say like uh, like that I you know I when I felt a certain thing I would I definitely did some passive aggressive shit to piss everybody off because I felt like wow these guys it's all about the bottom dude, line. Dude, always leave guys. the toilet seat up. So I would do like like stupid little things, and I did definitely. There was a point where I just kind of was like one of those things like where we probably we just all hated. We, well, listen, I mean, it, there was a point probably Evan hated me in you know? a in a five year stretch because I was just like you know gonna, was like, it's gonna happen. You're yeah. with the, everyone says the same thing. You're with these people too much, you know. Where where you're, you're you get no break, and you know other things were happening to other bands. So we had good success, I guess, for lack of a better word, from Long Island. But then other things are happening to other bands. You're getting a little angry. So, we signed to Revelation Records, and the fucking A and R guy quit before we even. You, you know, know put out a record and I we mean, signed to him because in the equal vision all these other labels wanted to do something but out of loyalty like these are the things we did like yeah, we oh, stayed we know, with our manager he, he for believed too in long. us first um so we're gonna sign with him even though we had these other opportunities like and then he leaves and so then, then he just kind of starts seeing like all these different things so how did that affect your relationship with uh, revelation well it was I mean, I the mean, thing that affected the revelation thing was that we sold a good amount of records and we wanted them to put more money in. So the goal was always, at that time, 10,000 records. And I think Saves the Day hit 10,000. They were on EVR, but they were distributed by Rev. And they put money in. And we wanted them to get behind it now, and they didn't. They, yeah, like their their model guy, was we spend this amount of money no matter what. Yeah, and they, you know, they did these things. They're like, oh, well, they would have a meeting and they'd say, oh, you guys do more than any other bands. You guys tour. We, we right, tour you're self-sufficient, you're you guys, whatever. You know, we love it. Like, what can we do? Like, you know, and but it's just they really weren't. But so at the, at the time, anything, you then know? you have drive through over here who's saying, we got money. Look what we did for this band. Look what we did for this. You know, then, again, you, this is a business, right? For one more record. And then yeah. We, cause they, so, right. So they ended Message up to former self. The yeah, thing exactly. that we did that doomed our career, literally, was we had a we had a we had a deal with Revelation. Uh, it was two albums, a third option if we sold twenty thousand records of our second record. So, you put out a second record, you don't hit the mark, and we would be free agents. And instead, we signed to Drive Through before that record came out. They paid fifty grand to buy us out. Then we had a five album deal with no advance, Ooh. and we got ten grand, I think. And they spent all that money. Buying us out, they didn't put it into marketing or videos or whatever. So we were now trapped on a label with no money. And if we stayed on Rev, at the time the second record was done, it, it was a feeding frenzy. At that point, everything hit. And every band from Long Island was getting a call. Every band from Jersey was getting a call. And bands were getting $350,000 deals, $500,000 deals. Like We never... We got we got fucked. We played know? a lot of good tours, but we were always like in a van while everybody was in a bus. It definitely right. drains the band. Like, so that one of the probably reasons probably what we started. that move was the worst. Not getting along. That was the beginning of the end, because wasn't there a, a van crash too? There were two van crashes. Mm -hmm. The one we were on Rev, and we did crash. And part of it was they didn't give us any money. They weren't helping us fix the van or get gear or whatever. And drive. I think drive through gave us some money, or they were. Like they were, they were saying, us, hey, we listen, we, 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 yeah, we would do this for you or whatever. Because they liked the band. And, they, were, um, they were into the band and they just did it. You know. You know. 
but you're we were also midtown was on drive through newfound glory was on drive through like we've wanted to be part of that family and they were preaching family and everything is this we help each other we do this vagrant had its own thing and the artists on there were touring together and helping each other and stuff and you know again we didn't have good guidance our manager didn't really have any foresight and we didn't have a plan where do you want to be where do you see yourself does this fit the plan we had a lunch this is like one of those moments where in my life where I had, you know, like the clear, the clear memory with side one dummy and Joe Sib. And he, and he says to me, you know, if you're going to sign for five records, like you got to get something out of it. And I was like, oh, we're going to get this, that and the other. And we got and we ended up getting nothing out of it. Like I was like looking back, like you told me what to do. And they I was like, oh, you just didn't pay like attention. Out of the, out do you do you feel like now looking back with like all the insight, like is that why you you almost like i feel like you you have such a knowledge of like music business now is that something that just made you kind of like up your game on it um i feel like you learn when things go wrong yeah so when things are going right you don't know anything everybody's high-fiving and you don't pay any attention and then so many things went wrong like like in a you know like in a snowball that you just become you know aware of all this stuff and then you start paying attention and then unfortunately this is like a classic stupid music story where we're fucked like we're stuck on a label and they're not giving us any money then my best friend leaves and like these fucking guys are now thinking they're songwriters and they want to change the sound or they want to change the look or whatever and you're like this is going out of control. Like this is terrible. And for so- for someone like you, I mean, I guess you just looked at it and you're thinking like, well, fuck it, you know, like I'm just gonna just what just. I'm the drummer. Like I don't. Have to, I'm you know I become the most replaceable guy there is. Meanwhile, I'm the guy doing all the stuff that the nobody stuff. cares about. Yeah. So. And 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 lost my voice. <laughs> lost my friend. What was it? What was the story with that EP before the last record? Did you have anything? Yeah, he was yeah, on it. Yeah. That's when it. things started to change. That was us, really that was us testing the drive waters. There was a couple waters. of cool things that I, I liked about it, but I, I really wasn't into it. The movie like we were still like We were still on Rev at the time. It was like water down. I had to water stuff down that I was doing. Just Why did you have to, though? Not the, not the label. Actually, drive through was disappointed because they wanted more stuff like this time next year. They wanted more like stuff that sounded like us. But ha- why didn't that happen from you? Um, I felt like, first of all, the, like I said, with the way our sound was, the way the tunings had to change to go lower. Was it to adjust to his vocal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, like, a lot of the parts I was writing, it was, like, rejected. You know, like, oh, that's too weird or that's too hard to... And it was just that's how it got watered down, like where it was more simplified. So and they wanted more straightforward. No, but also well, you're doing like a you're, different style. We're doing whatever, an EP to kind you know? of bridge the like, gap. I definitely I, right? I definitely wrote a lot of the stuff, like a huge majority. But like, you know, I wasn't ever consider myself a good musician or anything. Like I had a certain style and a flow of how I strum. Like, you know, Carlos of Danger course, we yeah, play. Definitely. Um, There's the Alex shout out to sound. Carlos Danger. Um but then, you know, we had Brandon there, and the reason he was in the band was because technically way better, but he wasn't writing anything. You know, like, you know, he wrote stuff, you know, just was not like... But the EP, you know, and this is why I personally hate EPs, and if you want to talk about that, Brandon's I can tell you why EPs are the worst. better than these guitar players. <laughs> the EP, so you're putting out an EP, and you're not spending the time like you're writing a record. So it's basically like, well, what shit's ready? And you're not spending the time to weed it out or figure out these songs are good. These When we did 
the last record, which he wasn't on, we did like seven or eight songs on demos and like two of them made it to the record. So you don't go through that process. Shit goes on there that's not as good. And then you put out a product that people don't really want to buy because it's an EP and they think, well, what's going to be on the record? Or is this on the record? Or I'll wait till the record comes out. So you have something you're touring with that isn't getting people excited. They're not spending as much money to buy it. And it just wasn't like, you know, none of it was exciting. And then you start saying, well, now we'll do the record, we'll do the record, whatever. And, you know, the EP was a waste. Like, two of those songs should have gone on the record and it should have never been put out. Well, I feel like that was the case back then. Today, I feel it's a little different. I think, like, an EP... I would yeah, disagree. It I mean... Well, I think EPs are still a piece of shit. <laughs> well, and I think that's, that's the model that Bandcamp created and that's why it never works and none of those bands sell anything because they're sticking EPs, which are written in haste and the songs don't spend enough time getting written or played and they just put up whatever they have to get three or five songs up and it's a crappy release. So we're, we're going to jump to that This band is Evan camp. talking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Huh. we're, we're going to jump to that band camp stuff in a minute because I know that, that you um, had... just want to say there was a lot of good memories too in the band and that we had made some really cool music before that. I wanted to sound like Except for that negative. Malamo thing? Uh, what? Aside oh, from yeah, him having a boner all, all the all time, Evan. it's no that's big deal. Evan. Shout out to Mike we Malone. Love, he's, like a, he's like a guy, like, you know, like one of the friends that you love so much. It's I love if he Malone. was here, he'd be shitting on Love Evan the right boner. Yeah. Boner's great. Yeah. The priest collar's great. No, but we, look, you, you came, f we put something together out of nothing. Like we had zero and we managed to put money into something, then we broke even, then we made money. Like we were making money and, you know, you you're touring, we're, we're in Europe. Where 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 you know we have fans. We're in magazines. Yes. Like we did all right. You, you know, guys, you, you guys it's are fine. We toured on a fucking double decker bus with Thursday. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. We headlined like, our first show in London. It was like fucking a thousand people at the Mean Fiddler. Nuts, because awesome. the magazine there, the press means a lot. That was like, the best tour. They, they we had a good magazine. We had good like press. What and tour was that? The best was tour? exciting. So I'm trying to the talk us and Thursday when we went to England. That happened. It was stuff. the first time both of us went to England, and it, it was great. Did you visit your family in England? Actually, I didn't on that trip. I'd been to England. I've probably been to England maybe 10 times in my life. I don't know. But yeah. we went together when we were 18. Yes, right? me and Alex went to England. Mac Adventures. Evan made a whole journal uh, about We, it. we were awesome. in the 13th grade. We wrote a song about this uh, girl Evan had a crush on, one of her, his dad's business partner's daughters. Her she name was, was very Emma. cute. And uh, we wrote a song, Rod in the Tube. The tube is Highgate. Going to meet you and your friends. The devilish grin strikes again. <laughs> Awesome. She was very cute. I hope she's we, listening. We, we, we went to some clubs. We had some fun. It was really cool. When we really were in cool. England, we went to England um, together after high school. It was like it was like a graduation present. And um, let's just, just let's Whatever. just finish up uh, our movie sure. life talk here. Just look me in the eyes when you hold that cord. Nice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. yeah, we had we did a cool. Uh, what did we do? Uh, you guys had a great footprint, like I said in the beginning. We were, we did an EP, uh, seven inch on initial. That was a lot of fun. Initial records. That you, was. A, you guys did like looking back, like it's something that you look back on. You guys are part of, you know, like I said, Taking Back Sunday, Movie Life, Glassjaw, mm -hmm. Brand New. Those are four of like the bands that I feel mm -hmm. like big four. Yeah, I feel like they reached. I think one might get booted out of the uh, top four after. <laughs> too soon. Too Why? What did he do? He did something? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I thought I heard something. I, I have no idea. But um, so you guys are like the Anthrax. I'll right? take it. Yeah. Right? We loved Anthrax back when we were kids. I mean, I, Anthrax is my favorite out of the four, to be honest with you. I Today. 
today. Yeah, that I, can change. Belladonna yeah. anthrax, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, but Belladonna. I still like John Bush anthrax. I don't like that. Uh, I do not. Shit. I don't like it either. As I myself do not. Shout out to Danter. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I don't mind the Bush stuff. But it's Someday, would you like good. to own a watch that Danny Spitz made? <laughs> of course. <laughs> with, with 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 much precision. As long as it's, it's got the hair that he has. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like you said, there was a lot of good memories. And looking back at it, listen, uh, you guys did your, your six years, I think, was, was the time stretch. And then... Um, he left me. He left you. Um, so how did the, real quick, how did the 2011 reunion come about? Like, what'd you guys do? It's terrible. Wasn't it like Bamboozle? Yeah. It sounds pretty awesome, though. I mean, as far as like, you got the two... Sold out shows at Irving Plaza. That's oh, fucking awesome. He's talking about 2011. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know was, when. I don't even know the we'll years. I'm that. terrible with the years. They didn't tell you about that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't. <laughs> I, you told. know, not for nothing. I don't have really. I think Joe. The Rubino only time I had in. real interest <laughs> was um. When Here, were, here's what happened. Evan now. had an idea to do a, a benefit. Yeah. For Sandy, and that's the only time I really was okay. kind of. This like, is what I'll. This is what I'll say about all that. So, you you have a band, you have a podcast, you have whatever you have, and you take it from nothing to something, and you're part of it, right? And then when it goes bad and you break up so skipping ahead to we're broken up now you know you're fucking pissed and you're angry and you're mad and at the time you're real mad because other bands are having success or other people having success you don't feel they deserve it the industry fucking sucks there's all this shit makes you very angry and now where we are today you know you by luck of the draw you have an opportunity to do it again to have a good moment on stage to have a good time playing to reconnect with certain people and we're all supposed to benefit from that like all of us did the work to get to that point and where it is now is somebody took it away and and on the inside you know took it away from everyone else that was a part of it and now only they get to participate and that's the suckiest part because we should all be enjoying ourselves we should all be playing from time to time we should all be making a little bit of money or whatever and it just became like a disastrous it became like even more of a cliche than us signing to drive through and, and signing away our life that doing a reunion and then somebody thinking I'm going to do this band full time and getting sued by two of the guys in the band. And, you know, it's a disaster. So it's safe to say that, that you guys are both happy just kind of doing your own thing. And like you're not, you know, you're tr- you're letting letting your, I guess, legacy in the band to kind of just kind of. Yeah, speak I for mean, itself, the way or- I think of it is like I feel like. It's not even, I don't know, I, I have, the time I was in it, I, I'm i very grateful to have all those experiences. I'm grateful for the time I felt close to everybody, you know, we're all different people. It sounds like very, you know, bitter, but I mean, the way everything worked out for me, I'm like, just, I'm loving life now more than ever, you know? Um, I mean, I, but did, like, I, I did just, introduce you to your wife. Yes, my be- beautiful baby, and just like I feel like everything has come together you so took well. Him from me. Yeah. Um, but one thing I'm definitely bitter about: I moved out east to farmland, and then you move away. I did, fucker. It's closer and, to me. Um, I did. No, but like, really, it was a great time. You know, I, you know what? Like when I was telling Evan like recently, like you know, like sometimes you know, I think back, I try to think of like the happier stuff. Like, there definitely uh, it was a dark period for me when I left. Um, and I was definitely a basket case for a little while, but it really wasn't to do with the band. It was just generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, you know, I do, I, you know, like I do, I remember like Phil and I, I used to consider him a really good friend, the bass player. And uh, you know, that, that's a little sad that we, we were, were never friends again after that. Um, stuff like that. He's a great guy, but you know, I'm sure like for whatever reason, I definitely wasn't the easiest guy in the world at that point. Cause I felt a lot of 
I felt a lot of things. Maybe it was magnified that I resented about certain things, and you know. Yeah. But it's you know to have that opportunity to play those great shows, to be able to write music with like cool people, to be a part of that scene. Like it's still, like I still feel a part of this community, like a certain community, like all these people. Like I wouldn't know like most of you guys. You know what I mean? Just f- because of it. I got to sub in for SSU. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. did I, dude. Yeah, you go. And uh, you know, it's like I feel like even though I'm, I do, I played in a whole bunch of bands, and <clears> I play until it's not fun anymore, and. Not with Carlos Danger, but that's just because of time and stuff. Um, we'll, we'll but I like being a part. It's like it's soon. cool. Like I can live vicariously. You play. You're playing shows. Like you're. You know. You're doing a reunion for Sky Came Falling. Like I know all these other great musicians. They're doing little things. They're playing shows, big, little, whatever. And I just like that. I have like a little tiny piece of that music. You know. It's just. It's very like I feel like very grateful for that. Music brought us all together. Like it. It helped mm-hmm. us like move past our zip code. Yeah. Like. Beyond, yeah, you know, way like beyond. People. Yeah, I mean, it connected us to Europe and and you know, yeah, that's stuff. Canada, cool things, you know, um, and it's just yeah. But but I'm angry because we could all be celebrating it now. We could all be participating. When Alex left the band, those guys since that point in time have viewed him as quitting. Like you left us, whatever. Therefore, you you never get to. Um, so Come back. You like never a, get to like enjoy it. I mean, there was yeah, a, a point like where I was and nostalgic about in a happy way. Like I was, I started the the one the, the label, the Saint Elsewhere, yes. thing, and I was kind of into it. But then I got so busy with school and all this other shit that, but it was fun. I was trying to just remember the happier stuff. But it's like, it's you know, what I mean, like you know, I wish everybody the best. Like you know what I mean. I'm not sitting here like I'm not thinking about people like hate wishing. See, that's a good attitude. That's a man who's had a lot of time away. And I was in it but in I, 2015, well, I and I don't wish anyone the, <laughs> the best. You know, I mean, like, whatever. You know, like I feel like I'm ha- like my everything turned out great for me. I, I feel like whatever happened happened. Right. Yeah. I went through like a period, and I really like I worked hard. I got out of it. I'm doing well. I'm you know I have a great family. I well you know, adjusted. He's not an influencer anymore. And anymore. I just like you know I just want to appreciate the good things, and I really like appreciate things before that happened and you know i'm and again i'm gonna say i wasn't the easiest person in the world at that time i wasn't some terrible person yeah, but everybody's anything, but going through different shit i definitely shit. was like you know are you on ecstasy right now you should no he I'm loves, looking, it. He I'm loves everyone in, i'm looking into your dreamy eyes his eye his eyes are fully open <laughs> but so in 2011 it was the same kind of scenario they wanted to do a reunion let's go back in time vin had already played bamboozle with another band it was your goals right? yeah it was uh, movie life so he he took money that nobody else got to got to participate in. If that's, you know, what you're doing it for, and at the time it was, you know, everyone's still angry. So you're getting paid ten grand or whatever, and you're keeping it. It's bullshit. So now 2011 comes around, and we'll do another reunion, and we did bamboozle. And let's go back. I say is Alex going to be in it? They say no. I talk to Alex. You know, I get the blessing, so I do it. Um, because it was clear to me then, if I don't do it, they'll do it without me. So I did it. The Bamboozle show was good. It was, you know, uh, fine. And then we got into, you know, what else are we going to do? And it just became a whole bickering thing because uh, I think Finn wanted us to use a manager and Brandon was doing something. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I've been doing management now for years since this. I don't need any help. I don't, we, I'll do this in my sleep. Like, I'll just do it. And nobody trusts that I know how to do it. And nobody, you know, it's always like, well, eh, people don't like Evan um, or just Evan. To, just butting in real quick. You, didn't you manage Avenged Sevenfold one day, like one of the biggest bands, like, 
ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't. Are. There was two well, people in the office, the... and it, I was number two. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I was either the lowest man on the totem pole or the second highest. So I think I'm gonna go, you look at it. I think I'm going to go see one of the bands that you used to manage tomorrow. Hot Water Music. We did work with them for a brief period of time. I will be seeing them. But tonight. Hot Water Music is a band who, to me, you know, does it right. They they don't. We'll get to that. I mean, there, there's there's a way to do the this thing, and I feel the movie life's doing it wrong, and Hot Water did it right, and there's other bands that did it right. But in 2011, it became, bef- before anything happened, a lot of bickering about what to do next or whatever, and we just said, fuck it. We'll do one more show. We'll do one more farewell. And it was horrible because we had a show. It was sold out. We played whatever was Best Buy, theater, or whatever. At the time, it was Nokia, whatever. And Brandon was having anxiety, and Vinny's manager gave him something to take the edge off, whether it was a fucking Xanax or a Klonopin or whatever. I don't know. And he he had a, a meltdown. I mean, he, he, he couldn't even play. So I had my wife-to-be at the show. I had my daughter at the show. I had my family there. And the guy, it, it was like watching like Jim Morrison on acid. I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't play a note. Wow. That was going to be at the time our last show ever. I mean, it was it was humiliating, and you had a it was a packed house. Some people say you know whatever. Oh, I didn't see anything. It was great or this that. And I'm like, this was it was a nightmare. You weren't comfortable playing all his parts. You were freaking out about. I had to keep time literally the whole show. Danny had to do extra things, and it just was awful. Like it wasn't the feel good last show. Whatever. It was all the opposite. That sucks. Well, typical for the movie life. Here's what it was supposed to be. Here's what it ended up being. So that was horrible. And then after that, it was back to fuck you. You know, I'll, you know, we're not talking. We're not friends or whatever. So that was reunion number one <laughs> without Alex. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think we could close up the that section of it, um, you know. Oh, yeah, but just to bring it, to finish it, he, so what, he, what Alex was talking about was then there was Hurricane Sandy, right? And then I said, look, this was terrible. This was a disaster. Brandon was very apologetic afterwards, kept saying, I'll make it up to you guys and make it up to you guys. So my wife had family in Rockaway. She grew up in Rockaway. There was, you know, everyone was affected. There was all kinds of shit, New York, Jersey, whatever. And I said, and, you know, we were, we were donating time. We were, you know, buying shit and donating it. We were helping her aunt dig her house out and stuff. I said, you know what? We could do a show again. And do it right and try to get Midtown involved or somebody else from Jersey that was affected or whatever. And let's do more good. You know, let's use the platform for good. And I put it out there. I included Alex, who, again, was not invited to any of this stuff. And he was the only one that said he would do it. And nobody else wanted to even sniff the idea of playing for charity. Yeah. Of not taking a penny, of doing it for, except for him, the guy who was shut out, basically, of the money-making opportunity. So that's what does that tell you? That's him, man. That's why I love that guy. I Influencer. love Alex. He's a fucking making me blush. He's the best. <laughs> I'm reading some shit just like yesterday, like because I was like doing some like research for for today, and like I guess I read that that what long, kind of research? Wikipedia, Long Island Press thing. Nah, just like articles. Uh, long Island Press, just in case. I mean, I didn't use any of it. <laughs> and this you didn't guy, read anything about ninjas, so I'm this, sorry. This guy mentions our band, like my band. I'm just like, cocksucker. I'm like, amazing. No matter what. He's like, yeah, playing dead. He's like, oh, and this little band called Iron Sheik. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you have the non- non-existent and the very existent. But anyway, um, 
we we got to have you back for a part two because you you have a second part to your story that I wanted to get into. Um, many layers. But now we uh, pile of shit has a lot of layers. We we want to do our top five. You know what it feels like? It feels like watching Goodfellas, where like shit gets going and things get rolling and there's an excitement and then the end is just like all shitty and sad and demented and like that's where we are like after you took that piss it went real downhill <laughs> and now it's like fuck and you we and life sucks um, and there's well, no more Vince Neil well, you know what? and there's no For more glam two, rock when, when you talk to Evan about his other life his other career we can talk we can play little snippets of all the bands we were in yeah, starting when we were like you could be 15. a little bit more prepared than and your one interview that you read music. for the first time on your show a little music Right. Samplings of music. And then well, we I have it all in Dropbox. I could really throw them all Drop in D, there. Dropbox. Uh, but then we can go over I was going to talk over it, though. Yeah, but like, well, I'm going to play fucking songs that from. Evan's going to. Correct. That's insane. Why would I do that? I don't know. It's, you know so I can dark. talk over it. No, but I, if you really do want, I could just tell me what songs to include because Johnny sent me the Dropbox. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, he it would be me cool. To, like, it's like when I, he, I can't believe he has a lot Dr. of that Pepper shit. Pepper number two. There's a few out. things that got lost in the, I guess, over the years. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show he's you. He's got, he got some all these different bands we played. So much cool shit, my friend. So died. like, he, just, like, just for the, you know, insane. for Anthony's sake, <laughs> you know, me and Alex, yeah, we, 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 it was always like the same band, but it's a different member than a different name. So it was the. Point Blank. It was the Gonads. It the was Rosenbergs. the Rosenbergs. It was the Sand Pebbles. <laughs> You know, we did a little this, a little that. We were always sort of on the door trying to get into the scene. We were like inside at one point, like Persona Non Grata. Um, the singer of our band said some things about either Artie Shepard or Artie Philly or something, and we were kind of black. It was a song he wrote. It was a song. And, he wrote, yeah. you know, whatever. And, and we didn't yeah, even know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, we, 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 we didn't even know like, oh, you guys can't this play world existed so. at the time. We were, you know, in high school or whatever. And, and It was a good song. I just didn't know it was about, like, these particular... It was a I'm really good see song. Artie, I'm going to see cool Artie song. on Monday, so Which I might Artie? bring it up. Shepard? Uh, no, Shepard, yeah. It, might, it was about Artie Philly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Perfect. we didn't even know him or anything or about him yeah. at that time. So, and every and then it was all normal once we were in the movie life. But like that was we we got, wrote a million songs in that band, and some of them exist and some of them don't or whatever. So, you know, if your audience cares, no, yeah, whatever you want to do, like just let me know so we could do that and and post. So. What about uh, my post movie life career? All those awesome bands I was in. You well, do. I mean, I you think I like five shows. You guys, my I'm post career was like five shows. <laughs> Thank you. No, this is fun. It's a good excuse to hang out. I don't, I don't. Mi- I mean, I love what I, you know. I love being with my baby. Alex is in love. You, but you love, if love I have love. an excuse to hang out, like yeah, it's I like was, that's why I play music too. Sometimes. If there's an excuse like to that, hang you know? out, as long as I'm talking about myself for an hour, no problem. I was just trying. I was trying to keep it to to like ninety minutes to two hours. So we're definitely at the one and a half. I just I like the you know the whole thing how you guys just talk about people gonna run off the fucking road. It doesn't have to be about me. I like to you know whatever. So but yeah, I wanted to squeeze in like the top five, which Evan doesn't want to do, but. You wanted to tell me. Surely only looks out for one guy. A lot Surly. of hate coming from this uh, no, to the I, left of me. I'm very curious. Like we like like <laughs> yeah. we, we like to close off the show with like a top five, um, just for just because we're like geeks and we like talking. I about love shit listening like this. to that. I love the I love all. Well, that, Evan doesn't like it apparently. <laughs> um, well, tell me why. He doesn't like anything. Tell me why you hate lists. I hate lists. Why you refuse to make one? <laughs> That's right. I was given homework and I and I said hell no. I just think that yeah, he's look, taking to me. I think that I think Lister. Listen, if the, I don't want to insult what Hello? you're doing because you're nice enough to have me here, but 
the way I think and the way and the reason why I do things which most of the time honestly don't end up successful is because I always think of something else or I have to take something in another way and I think that lists are kind of passe because and I learned this from doing the site and stuff people don't care anymore everything is already presented in a list everything I've chosen these things for you to listen to I've chosen these things based on your search you might like this so we have history we like things because we came from a different time but pretty soon nobody's going to care because they're not going to have an opinion they didn't make the choices to begin with they were given a list if they want to know what their favorite shit is they'll go look at what what is what does Spotify say my favorite shit is or what 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 does Netflix say it is? It'll all be it'll all be based on data. Here here. So I'm saying, hold on. I have discovered quite. I'm a few saying, get in the now. <laughs> Lists are old. What's what's the next thing? For example. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is. Listen, I love the list, man. I, I don't I know if I could take fun that discussion coming from a guy who has four gigs of data. <laughs> all right. Here, here's what I'm going to say. Well, I'm not living in the now on the phone side, uh, but yeah. I'm living in the now on the list side. Well, I'm cutting edge with lists. The people that, that listen to the show, like Alex, do you enjoy the, the list? I because do. I love the whole thing. I it, like how you go from, you know, you go down and you kind of just talk about he's it. He's in love. You heard I know, just love. Like, it's like, I feel like I'm in the room. Well, Evan just brought us down. Evan just brought us down. Sometimes I agree and sometimes uh, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's saying, so cool. Uh, and the end of the movie left just brought us down. Sometimes you guys talk about something and I'm like, oh, let me check this out. It sounds cool that I know about. I don't know. I just really am in, I'm into the whole but format this is, of how But this is the way I think. Oh, and you. this is yeah. why I do stuff, and most of the time it doesn't work out. So Okay. But, yeah, so, you know, feel free to interject because we're going to talk about our, our fi- top five favorite soundtracks. Shout out to the chicken parm I had for dinner, by the way. It's killing me. <laughs> killing me. Shout out to your car for driving so nice. <laughs> Cushy seats. <laughs> Bucket seats. Um, so, again, I don't want to... Look, no, you're. I don't want to, you know, not participate. But I'm just saying, you know, we're we're gonna go to you. And all roads lead to no. We're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna do a, a part do, five. Do Broadway soundtrack. Part five, Joseph. Sure. We're gonna do we're gonna Jerome do, Robbins. We're gonna do a part two because I feel like you guys have more to talk about. But it, uh, right now we covered the movie. What if this stuff. is the lowest rated of your shows? It, it well, just might be. Then there won't be a part. Two. Yeah, it won't be a part two. All right. <laughs> If, if the, if the first Unless drive through wants it. Yeah. It might still be in contract. <laughs> hey, so get your back. Yeah. We got to check after sweeps Seven-year comes rule. in. Yeah, exactly. Sweeps. So, uh, so we're sweep, gonna, sweep. We're going to yeah. talk I'll about go topless. top five favorite uh, sa- movie soundtracks, um, not scores, and uh, I don't know. I feel not a like score. So Terminator's out. I kind of was right. like, inc- not talking about the score, but just like how the overall music was that added. Like how the whole movie, how it, how it influenced mm. the movie. In Why don't you eyes, talk into that mm. shit till we get? It. Someone didn't do their homework. I feel homework. like that was a lot louder. We're doing scores someone, someone on part two of your episode. Yeah, it's oh, soundtracks. Well, I'm doing, part it's one. really soundtracks, but it's just like how they go together. We'll be the judge of that. Wait, so you don't want to talk at all? Do, am I totally wrong? I mean, do 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 you think that you know that, that Evan's that, like that, the Woody Allen of <laughs> the, of your yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. thing? Yeah, I'm just the Nebuchadnezzar pain in the ass, like. Is that is that where we're headed? And if we're not headed there, should we should we? Because you need a hook, right? You do you do your show. At some point, you got to figure out what's you, right? Like, what's your definitive you? Like, you know what this is. What are you? Is it the list? No. Is it is it is it a, is it a round robin of lists? Yeah. No. We. Oh, it's a round robin. So basically, but, but it yeah. should be something else. You're talking about the show overall. <laughs> yeah. Show the hook. The hook. The hook is just basically we have on you know people that we're all friends with, 
that have interesting lives, whether they make movies, whether they make retro movie posters, whether they play in bands, stuff like that. Like, so we have people on that I feel like have done stuff um, that are fun to talk about. Our movie, our show is about movies and mm-hmm. and music and like pop culture. So that's the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, f- you know, we things that we always be talking about. Here's what anyway. I'll do. Part two, I'll come in with a list of alternatives to the list. Okay, sure. Definitely. I mean, I dig it. I listen to like three podcasts. You see how Alex used to be an influencer? He's no longer an influencer. No longer. <laughs> no, not in Evan's eyes. So I listen to NPR. I listen to the Pre Parara mm-hmm. podcast. And this is like the only, my entertainment one. Like, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. But I look forward to like I'm not you know look nice. forward to what I like what what you guys are doing. This is why he always gets a mention. Yeah, you know? he's yeah. he's proud to. I drive just you actually home. really I get no I drive a lot. <laughs> I live out. I live out east, and I love it. That but ain't I out work, east, man. I work in Nassau. You don't know out east. Yeah, you don't. Well, know I mean, you don't know it, son. Dude, it, Lindenhurst used to be out east to me. <laughs> like and now, I can't believe like I shit. That was the fucking big city to me, man. Yeah, we're going to Lindenhurst. That's why I put up that thing about the big city is like fucking. It's like to me now, my big city is Riverhead. You guys yeah. like that's Game, that thing. You guys that's like a game metropolis. of Thrones? Your story about going to the big city. You know like cracked, cracked that's the metropolis. The, I mean, that the golden jewel of the East End. He likes next Riverhead. To the, next you, to, next you to like the Game Chuck of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, love so it. So you know when they're talking, and the guy says, I've never been this far south before. I said, where you go? Yeah. To, to uh, what's it called? Uh, where the fuck do they live? I can't even remember all the names. I just love the show. What, in, uh, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. The King's Landing? No, no, no. In the north. Uh, Winterfell. Oh, Winterfell. Winterfell. Yeah. So I've been to Winterfell. Says so that's the north. <laughs> so that's what you're talking about. You're like, I've been to Linares. We're like, that's the south, right? Right. So <laughs> whatever. I think ten people just shut fucking the show edit off. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, you're our guest. Uh, give no us, list. Give us your number five for uh, top five movie soundtracks. So Evan could say something funny. All right. Well, I already did the uh, my honorable mention of Down Down the Deep River, uh, the Ockerville River uh, kind Johnny, of soundtrack. Johnny it's North. Yes. Were you at the screening with me? No, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dave Oliger and Jamie Siegel went with me. Um, so it's this is just an honorable mention because my friend was a part of it. He he was he filmed it. Um, directed by Will Sheff of Ockerville River. Very cool. Um, they use Ockerville River songs, obviously, and it's like this cool companion piece movie. Um, so I'm shouting out Down Down the Deep River. But um, my number five... Is less than zero soundtrack. Nice. Oh, that's nice. a good one. I, I thought that, that it one. really like. That's a good one. Yeah. First of all, I love. I just like. Hazy Shade songs. of Winter, right? It yeah. even has that Glenn Danzig uh, and yeah. Power, yeah. Power Fury. Orchestra. And not, it's not it's really bad. because he Glenn Danzig was on it, because you know I'm a big fan of the Misfits and Danzig. But right. is it because Jamie Gertz got? Can they, in a like one? I was like she I was so hot. <laughs> um, no, but like he like no, he can like write like if he didn't have to be metal like he's a talented yeah. guy. That, that song, song he wrote phenomenal. for Johnny Cash, yeah. thirteen, yeah. awesome. Oh, and you know, yeah. so just the whole thing, even the Bangles remake of the song, plus the amazing. Poison Slayer um, and the God of Davida. What was that? Yeah, one? that everything, everything, and it just went the they soundtrack. Did a, they did rock and roll all night. I was using yeah, the movie, oh, just everything about yeah, it. Agreed. Remember that one? Agreed. Mr. Rocket. Um, Poison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a Mr. Really Rocket. I love that's that the, uh, movie. That's the Kiss cover. Yeah. Yeah, that's in that. That's mm-hmm. in there, too. That's a really good movie, too. Like, I just yeah, made it's my a great movie, too. My great, girlfriend's great soundtrack. eight years younger than me, so I made her watch it recently, and great she was job. just like, he's not going to die, is he? And I was like, nah, he's not going to die. 
<laughs> she was not happy. I like doing uh, that and Bright Lights Big City. Oh, that's back a good to one. back. Yeah. You know why? Because I was a big drug addict back. No, actually, not back then, but like I was like pre well, pre drug addict, pre drug addict, and I watched Michael J. Fox, and I was like, I want to do cocaine. Oof. So, and I was crazy like, the I was like ten. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at it. I was like, I want to know. You didn't want to yeah. watch Family Ties and be a successful business person. <laughs> no, you like the cocaine. No. Part. Alex P. Keaton. Uh, Alex yes. is key. Uh, um, you know what, Alex? I'm all about the Alex. Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. Parker, what, what do you have? Do you have a middle book? name? Yeah, Ali Baba. Peter Mansour. Oh, Mansour, right? Sorry. Oh, really? That's awesome. That's Alex P. Amarudin. Uh, number five, I did Dazed and Confused, actually. I oh, want that's a little a good one. Yeah. That's good. So we got yeah, some, we got some fog. I don't hat. like that movie at all. No, what? No. I love that movie. That reminds me, senior year no. of high school. I have great memories. I used to, I've been. What? Uh, I'm color commentary. Anybody? You're that's the only person. Hate that movie. You're the a lot only. of hate in this room. Hate it. Do you hate the Beastie Boys too? No, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> no, no. When I, because I don't know when I was when that movie came out, everyone at college was watching it, and they were all getting stoned and watching it, and it was really stupid. And we were we liked the Stone Age, and for some reason oh the Stone Age God. was like was like the counter, the alternative to. I just like, watched that for the first. It was like for fans of Days of Confused. You like this movie, Blue and I was like, cult? this movie's better so than that good. movie. Yeah, and that most of so the amazing. actors in there were terrible, and there I didn't was like curve metal heads. How do you like that? I, I'll tell you this: uh, the way you felt about that is the way List. I felt about um, Half Baked, and I, because I was by that time I was like, I don't smoke. I don't. That movie's good for twenty five minutes. Then I actually watched movie. it, and yeah. I'm like, this is the best movie ever. So funny. Remember we met Dave Chappelle, and I yelled, so yes. smokes a lot in the back of his head, and he turned around and looked at me like it was the biggest dick in yeah. the world. He was just, it was right we when he was going to film his HBO special. And, like, he wasn't, he was known, but he wasn't, like, the superstar. And I, like, usually when we met celebrities, I never really, mm-hmm. you know, I not that I didn't care, but I was never, like, whatever. For some reason, we used to always Star watch Trek. that in the van. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, she smokes a lot. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was such an asshole. He so had sex with my Oh, no, Evan, Evan yelled, oh, my God, like right in the back of his head. Yeah. He turned around, and then I said that. And he was like, oh. He's just like, oh. He looked like right. me like I was such a dick. He's like, yo, I'm filming my special. Uh, I got to go. I was like, I got to go. I'm going to quit fucking I'm going to go in Africa. That was my life. I felt like such an asshole. He hated the gonads. All right, so number five for me is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and one of the best soundtracks, obviously, Gross Point Blank, no. number five, uh, had the Violent Femmes. Yeah, the that's a good one. Cities had and Dust. In the Motorhead, bashes. too. It had Ace of Spades during like the convenience store. Oh, like, yeah, shit, like yeah. Fucking fantastic. Let me, mm. Does he hate Gross Point Blank, too? I don't know. Uh, no, that's it. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, you can say whatever you want since you, since you're not participating because you don't believe in li- this. Is like Mr. Pink. Like we tell him to kick in a dollar, and he tells me why he doesn't. Mr. Pussy. Tip. I'm definitely like Mr. Pussy, <laughs> exactly. uh, without a doubt. Kick in a buck, everybody. What do you mean you don't tip? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in. I buy the breakfast. Kicking a buck. Number five, Langan. Uh, number five, I got uh, Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. Nice. Um, Pusher Man, Freddy's Dead, the title track Superfly. I didn't get into it till post Pulse Boutique, Eggman mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah, the samples. Yeah, and the samples. Back. That's and a lot of the like, how you wow. too. Yeah, I mean that. Shout out to all the those Dust Brothers. Great. Yeah, totally. Uh, that was before they had to like really pay for all that flicks. Shit, right? You know, the Shaft and and uh, Trouble Man that Marvin Gaye did. They were, but Superfly was the best. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Number four, Alex. Did you own any of these soundtracks? Yep. Yeah. Like you, most of them were up there. 
You own everything. Yeah, he's like, he's got the collection. I got some stuff we came up to there. Horror you Hang know, over here. You know how much shit like, I, like, I got? It. Own. I got it. Like, <laughs> I so much. This is pretty much me rebuying my fucking childhood that I threw out. Yes. Yeah. Um, I finally got to I experienced the base the, the basement. No. Uh, yeah. It's was nice. That, like two weeks Thank ago. Uh, I don't yeah. know. It was just amazing. Now Horror it's, Hangs. Uh, but I can appreciate more now because there's like not a thousand people down here, <laughs> right. and I can really like. There's still pizza everything. left over upstairs though. If you're hungry, so let me know. There's a lot of boxes. <laughs> you, do you guys give like a bag for guests, like a take-home no. bag? No, well, I'm not getting like a thing of perfume or anything. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, maybe gonna, some, like a Dracar to go. Maybe I got. I got. <laughs> I'm gonna make a list of improvements. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this now, guy will whip your show into shape in nice. no time. I'll take your audience from five to we need, six. We need to monetize. <laughs> we need to monetize. Number four, Alex. Um, you know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I've been watching this movie a lot lately with my baby, uh, Moana. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Malama? Moana. The guy that wrote Hamilton. What's his name? Uh, Lin-Manuel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote animated the songs. movie. Yeah, Mal- it's a Malama. Great, yeah. First of all, it's a gr- the best kids film. Malama is a great it. movie. It's about a big boner. So if you have <laughs> yeah. a kid, Moana soundtrack is phenomenal. I saw my kid. Yeah. And she like you know she's only she's not even two but this is like the first right. thing that she really if likes. Malama asked you to climb the highest mountain. I enjoy watching it because the soundtrack's great. Anyway, move on. I don't want to talk about it too much. You guys. Oh my God! Uh-huh. All right, shout out to Malamo. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do Malamo. Malamo's dad, golf champion of, of Winter, the uh, anti-Semitic golf course in Rockville Center. Nice. Shout out well to done. the anti-Semites in Rockville. Center. Thank you. Number <laughs> <laughs> uh, four, Parker. Number four was the movie that I was talking about earlier. I was watching The Crow, which ah, yeah. I mean, The Cure, Nine Inch Nails, Helmet, Rage Against the Machine, Pantera, it goes on and on. Rollins yeah. cover. Slamming uh, fucking Ghost soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, there's some some. Really banging yeah. songs on that's there. a great Cure song. Yeah, one of their best actually. I love that song. Yeah. One of my favorite Helmet songs. Fucking Milk Toast. Nine Inch Nails covered the Joy Division song in there, yeah. right? I think there's that's two Souls. Nine Inch Nails songs on that. Oh, we say the Crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. good. It, it just like that was it, a like, big the movie just, when it, came it moved out. Oh, yeah, the movie. Sure. Like that's yeah. why I think a good soundtrack is it. It just it becomes the movie part of the movie. It's not those aren't just songs in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah you can tell that when it's something just such slapped a feel together for just the movie. Just like, or part of that's the kind film. of what I was thinking like when I made my list. Like not just like my favorite songs, but like what kind of like yeah, the, it, helped j- define the movie and really push the movie forward. Yep. We asked on Facebook like everyone's favorite soundtrack, and I, I think the Crow soundtrack was mentioned the most mm. out of like those. I mean, when comments. you saw when I saw that in the theater, it just two hundred. You know, it was a lot of comments. Nice. Yeah, that like, thread was huge. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> they like lists. I told Evan, I'm like, this is how the audience engages. They do their own list. We do uh, the, they, they do this the is why I'm show. mostly unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> He's got yeah. the polls. I love it. I yeah. love all that shit. We're going to get an fun. email that he wants to manage us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tell uh, you. So my number four is uh, a guy who like makes movies, and he puts in songs that I didn't know I liked until he puts them in the movie. Yeah, that happens, yeah. Right here, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, mm. definitely. Like that, it's awesome yeah. soundtrack. Like, I, who the fuck would have thought that I liked any of these songs? <laughs> Fucking, you know, uh, Son of a Preacher Man. Like, all these things sure. that I, for the yeah. most part, always ignored. Yes. Placement. Um, it's like yeah, product placement. placement. Uh, exactly. Amazing. Yeah. And that's I had that on, on cassette, Evan. Pulp Fiction. So all you remember, of his you remember films, the soundtracks are usually pretty. All of his films, so I've at least ninja. picked up something new that I never caught before. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? I got to look back, find out what it was. You know, yeah. hear other songs by uh, every single one of his movies. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. And and Pulp Fiction was like the first one. Obviously, Reservoir Dogs had its moments. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, Mr. Ping. I mean, the urge overkill. Uh, that, uh, that was girl, you'll be such a fucking good cover. Once again, really. that movie I I watched it. When it really I, just made the mo- I mean, high on heroin. Yeah, Quorum. So, I saw that at uh, Comac wow. theaters. I could see uh, high on heroin that. and Quorum yeah. to that song. I think <laughs> I went to like a midnight showing and got out of there at like three. Just saying, that's uh, a Definitely song. wasn't food shopping. How Friday. do you take the heroin? <laughs> you shoot it. I was shooting it. Um, but I in the beginning I was snorting it, so around ninety four I was probably. I just I still it. I've known you for so long. I've been, I've been I clean still, since ninety eight. I, I mean, Sam is so like normal and so well spoken and thoughtful. The way he's, I, I just can't picture that. I can't picture, like, I just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I've, and I've, I've done so the much 90s, like man, the stuff, and you just like you can just you just. You've hang. been friends like, with me my whole life. I'm the biggest asshole <laughs> in the universe. So. <laughs> you think you know someone? <laughs> You think you know? You ever shoot it in the wiener? No, I my dick's too small for that. <laughs> um, Nikki Six would do it in the wiener. Who? Yes. Nikki Six. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It is f- probably like a baby's arm. It's like fucking <laughs> hold, holding Giving it to apple. Donna Dierico. Lang in number four. He's no John. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, here. it was number four. Yep. Uh, or Mike Malamo. I got Boogie <laughs> the Boogie Nights soundtrack. Hell yeah. Um I think they did another good job because it kinda you know, it's a film set in the good, oh, yeah, definitely. Goodfellas awesome style too, where yeah. it shows the coming up. Where it's a high the and, then days, a, and, then and then a low. And then a low and yeah. the soundtrack carrying through that time period. Sister Christian, like that scene with the firecracker. Yes. Nothing yeah. beats that. You know what? I'm still kind of like I regret my Moana pick, even though it was a pretty <laughs> awesome soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. You guys have some good picks. And I, Stick with I kind of just went with my first quick, you know, you I didn't want to say Moana. Dude, fucking love it. But I love You're welcome. The the funk Sorry. songs on there too the um, Machine Gun by the Commodores um, they use God uh, God only knows by the Beach Boys one of the best that, songs I think yeah Buck that, Super Stereo that World yeah, yeah. Got, got to give it up by Marvin makes Gay. you want to freaky move awesome. your hips they had to release two of them there I think there was uh, same thing with Days and Confused two soundtracks yep. for that yeah yep. more songs from Dazed or whatever but I, I, I it's in the D that. section back there yeah, <laughs> all right that's a good alphabetize yeah. oh yeah hold yeah, on a second that's very impressive. What other Disney movies on your list, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King. <laughs> Can I take off Moana and add another one? Because I had a, like a backup one. Um, let's Plus. go with Flash Gordon, number three. Yes. Wow, good one. Fucking, yeah. that was just that how, that kind of like really carried the movie. It was perfect. It went so well with the movie. Yeah. The Queen soundtrack. It was just amazing. Flash. Oh. Ah, yeah. He saved every one of us. Honestly, I think except for that. I think except for that marijuana movie you mentioned, or marijuana. However Moana. Moana. I think I've owned all these, which is kind Marijuana. of exciting. Marijuana. Marijuana. Get that one. By the way, did you read this flyer? Yeah. Even if you hate these bands, go down and donate something. It was a see, benefit. That's good. That's, see, I think Alex made that flyer because it's so good nice. Shit. I did. You know? speaking, it's so nice. Speak, yeah. Speaking of that, that this that's is worth eight Bitcoin. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. So my band is playing. Yes, with, let's talk about this. Uh, Jason Schneider's uh, benefit show, uh, December third at AMH in Amityville Music Hall. Um, so if you're listening and you want to come down, like you know, like that flyer <laughs> that Evan read, even if you don't like any of the bands, come down because uh, will Malamo be there? He uh, he actually will. His yeah. band's playing. <laughs> I awesome. need security and I'll show up. So definitely, <laughs> Malamo's yeah. gonna beat his ass. Uh, just bring uh, Rubino and you'll be all right. That's true. <laughs> Maybe definitely. bring a athletics. They do have that Malamo. daily departed connection. He nice. might not have Evan's back. Might have my back. Um, but yeah, uh, December third. It's a benefit for Jason Schneider. And uh, you know who's on the bill? 
Well, let's see. His band, Moon Cursor, is opening. Then the second band, uh, I forgot. Who the fuck is the second band? Oh, it's Malamo's band, Dead of Winter. Uh, maybe they're, Maybe it's his new band. A.K.A. Boner Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then my band, Playing Dead. Uh, then Too Many Voices. And I believe Joe Rubino's band is playing last. Really? The Ice Cold Killers. Oh, we gotta go. <laughs> so... I'm gonna get hurt. Oh yeah. man! And and, and then we'll have the Evan benefit for you'll, pay my hospital bills. You'll be happy to know that the bathroom only holds one, so you will not be peeing next to nice. Joe Rubino at any time. <laughs> 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 yeah, it would be an honor, but at the same time, very intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I can't even get my hair cut there. I mean, I'm useless. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Now you can get like a little little shape yeah, up, little, you know. Something you know, little like lines on the on the beard and shit, you know. So sure. But um, all right. So Parker, what's your number three? Number three, I did Clerks. Nice. Uh, probably my favorite Alice in Chains song. Got me uh, wrong yeah. is on there. You got Soul Asylum, Stabbing Westward. You got that fucking crazy Chewbacca song on there. What a Wookie. What a Wookie. What a Wookie. What, yeah. what was your Clerks? Clerks. Clerks. Oh, Clerks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You zoning that over there? No. Yeah, I actually, you know, I yeah, I've been up since like five, and I've been uh, working like until I got here. Nice. So. We all work. but I'm not complaining. <laughs> you know, I love my, I love yeah. life. You know, I think we. I, all, I was in the city think, all day. Yeah, I I work and I'm just I, like zoning. I worked out. by him. Woke up at seven. I actually drove hey. to get you. So anyway, my number three is Judgment Night soundtrack. Yes, um, we talked about that, and that was like a, when that came out. Everybody was talking about it, like everybody, everybody was saying, like, "What's your favorite shit. song? Yeah. Like, what's your?" And then the movie came out, and it was terrible. Yeah, no, but the soundtrack. I mean, that was like every. I remember everybody Not talking about it. What was your favorite collabo? <laughs> like, what was? It was like kind yeah. of a cool idea. And H- Helmet House of Pain, Cypress yeah. Hill. Uh, I like the uh, Sonic Youth one, but I was a huge Onyx. Yeah, yep. Biohazard. <laughs> Cypress <laughs> Hill had two songs on there because they did one with Sonic Youth, and then they did one with. Uh, uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, I got, yeah, I gotta. I haven't heard it in so and long. Ice T Slayer. I mean, come on. Yes. I, all, all that no. stuff is good, but no. nothing beats Free uh, Fallen with a uh, teenage fan club and De La Soul. Come on, that's really, the best. Yeah, that opens so the movie too. I heard it. You know, I used to, Alex I likes Man that um, the Ozzy Man. Osbourne Moana. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I was all about that too when it came out. Let me ask you a question though. You listen to it now, still? I listen still, to it today. Still feeling it? Listen to it today? I'm yeah. still feeling some of it. Some of it, but right? definitely like when, when I hear like House of Pain is just terrible lyrics. They, they've yeah. always been terrible. No. All no. I know is th- in that song, Mugs made Everlast that, is yeah. saying. You make me sick like strawberry quick. Your style is whack. You ain't the Mac, so yo step up. I don't eat the pig because a pig is a cop. Yep. Yeah. I, Very profound. He was in the movie, too. He was in the movie, yeah. and so was Dennis Lucy, Leary. I'm home. DJ Muggs sound made that what it was. You know yeah. what I mean? It just Bad happened. guy from the mask was It just happened that <laughs> Everlast was that guy. Yeah, no, it was the, the beats made that band. Yeah. So, um, and, and Helmet, you know. Helmet's awesome. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good stuff so. on there, sure. Number three? Uh, three for me is The River's Edge. Nice. Yes. Um, yes. It's warm I, I even. I seeing it when, the when river I was runs young. Reg. And <laughs> hearing Slayer, Captor of Sin, Tormentor, Evil Has No Boundaries, Die by the Sword in a movie was such a big fucking deal to me that my shit was getting represented in a movie because it didn't happen often. Bands that heavy. You know, all the hair bands had their soundtrack moments and stuff like that. But uh, not these. Not guys. Ninja. 
Yo, huh. that's that? a good number three. But I'm laughing because on the way here, we need. We were, I was like, oh shit, I need to go grab a mic from the studio, and he's like, yeah, um, we can't be like the fucking like the hair bands that share a mic. And yeah. then you said the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you said we'd have to put like our backs yeah. to each other. I'm like, because I was watching the, the Halloween. They were doing a, this Eagle Fly Free, <laughs> Man. you know, like in Brazil Halloween got Mexico. the most mentions ever. Yeah. And uh, I like the new Metallica. First song, you know, there's Kiski and there's Hanson and they're just, they're just, you know, they like to like lip to lip at the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> too much. Very yeah. intimate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like if Bobby Doll and Cece basically sh- shared that mic yeah. so hard, you know. How did that come about? You I don't know. know. I think that dude, on, that dude, little Steven, I think started that, that shit. He's all about sharing the mic. Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe like you're playing, and you're like, ah, uh, do you need a mic? No, 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 I don't need yeah. a mic. You see, I'll, I'll share you. You see any footage of Poison, <laughs> Poison and Def Leppard did a concert at Coliseum? I get maybe this summer or whatever. I think Cece's wearing a wig. Is it? It's, it's gotta rough. Be. I think it is really kind of long. It's like pin straight, and it's under like a fedora the whole time. But oh, that's yeah. that's how Brett's hair is. It's Dude, like, but his those, is a, that's been like yeah, that's like I've mentioned on the show no, before. Urban, I, you know, Bigfoot. I, that that's a wig, that's, right? I read this book on the history of MTV. Yeah, and even in the heyday, uh, Great White, Don Dockin, they all had hair weaves. Really, Kevin the Bro, they were like losing oh, wow. it then. That yeah, shit was all fake. Dubrow, Dubrow. Dubrow went bald. You could surgeon, see him I mean. going bald right yeah, away. Yeah, but Don right. Dockin, that Don shit Dockin was weaved wow. up, man. Wow, yeah, Don. Dubrow was dry like, as hell, man. Wow, Don. I just want to go up to him and rub like conditioner on that shit. <laughs> Some motherfucking <laughs> salsa blue or something. <laughs> Size of a dime. Your brother loved Dockin. Yes, Adam Amarudin loved Dockin. That's right. But Dubrow was like the first with like a skullet. Like he was like yeah. losing his hair, and he's like, "I'm keeping it." And then one day he just that. showed up with this like these <laughs> yeah, curly, like dreadlocks. Kind he of. looked like a like a little Dutch boy, like painted like a painting from the Renaissance age. He had these curls flowing down and shit, and I was oh like, God. "Wow!" And shout out that drinking happen? his iced tea. Shout yeah. out, shout out to fucking Brett Michaels for being so fucking smart that he got VH1 to. Corral thirty groupies that he could fuck and they'll pay for like he was on TV with Rock of Love and they basically just threw thirty women right. in a house, let him bang all of them, paid right. him a salary, and made pretend like he was. And at the same time, it, it 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 put them back on the map. So it did, and because at the end of every episode, they would have his like solo songs. It wasn't even Poison songs; it was his solo songs, which were terrible. But when he oh wanted to God, get him wet, every terrible. rose has its thorn would come out. I mean, that was that was, was like that a, was that was the clincher like right there. Do you think it was fake cool. though? Wasn't he like married? Absolutely, or he was, like, fake. Had, like a good. Yeah, he's married. Yeah, absolutely. Is like he had, or he had like a fiance yeah. or like a long-term yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, he fucked all those girls. <laughs> he definitely. I, I, he might have finger no banged that. You don't want to not believe that he did, right? It's not like there's no <laughs> way that shit happened without Listen, some nasty and this, shit going on. What I love about VH1 is that they did two or three. Oh, it was seasons. VH1. It was on the softer of the two yeah. channels. That hot tub probably had like a film, like <laughs> oh, a half disgusting. inch thick on top of it. So and gross. if he didn't, fluid. If he didn't, if he didn't, the crew got shrapnel pussy completely. Whoever's his crew was like banging those girls. You think he has a hair tech on tour? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no question. I so, bet you he don't take that hat off. His hair tech down. is better than the uh, the, 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 the uh, hat on. <laughs> the hologram James Dio on. <laughs> my sock, more skill. My socks and my bandana stay on. <laughs> That's my shit. That's his rule. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every morning, his roadie staples the front and the back. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> but I think, like, the funny part about VH1 is they did two seasons of Rock of Love. 
Mm-hmm. And then the third show they did was about him and his wife. And I'm thinking like, I missed that one. Fucking balls mm. on you guys. You fucking just present him as this like bachelor, like swinging through like 60 women. And then the next show is about him and his relationship with his wife. Like, it's almost like a horror movie. Wow. They don't care about the first two movies. They're like, you know what? Completely different plot for number three. So I never saw that one. I saw the one with Sebastian. I don't Bach think anyone's seen wife. It. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> When's the one where it's like he he builds a house, you know? I don't know. I think that's it's coming. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Number Plus, that's a good three? show, by the way. Two. Only two. Oh, two. 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 You made it around? Yeah. What was your number three? Cinderella. My number three was um, <laughs> Flash Gordon. Okay, number yeah. two then. Flash Gordon. <laughs> that's a real movie, by the way. Time Bandits. Hell yeah, that movie rules. Uh, did you do that? Is that real? Time ba- no, no. Oh, okay. that's, that's yours? No. What? Sorry? Time Bandits? No, oh. no. <laughs> okay. Flash Gordon, number three was mine, but we're on two. Number two. Yeah. Two, mm. I'm going to have to go for Rushmore soundtrack. Oh, that's yes. a good one. Yes. Yeah. I have the I have a list, but it's not really in order, so I'm like picking the order. Doesn't Rushmore is number right. two. Lister, He's panicking ever since then. You can kick a freestyle here, yo. <laughs> yeah. Right off the I dome, mean, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Didn't I like you hear film. Evan already knock lists, though? This guy's, Doesn't matter. Yeah. That was a great this intro to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> really pumped up the view. I think the, Sam uh, likes me less. <laughs> Wes Anderson yeah. definitely had, I think his best movies were mm-hmm. like the first few. I love Rushmore and I love the Royal Tenement. Yeah, it's just like, you know, he has like a vision, you could tell, like the aesthetically and then with the with the, with, with yep. the soundtracks and everything. It's just Immediately like, identified. It's just so, and I really, I'm so into it, Yeah, you know, but stuff. it's just like, it creates a mood. It creates like, I don't know. Jason Schwartzman too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I like the, those guys that use, Quentin Tarantino does it too, the, and uh, Tim Burton. The re- that they have that reoccurring Nick. group of characters what? that Lush they Moore? like to Did rotate like and use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Those we listen to it a lot yeah, on, on tour. Um, Jason Schwartzman, Coconut Records, like great musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that he's on We used there. to listen to, uh, to what's it called, his, his band? California. Cal- oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Phantom Planet. Right, right. We used to that listen to him a lot in the van. That was good. And we'd be in California, like playing it like on tour. That was a really good And we would go to Indiana. I like the other stuff too, like the beat. Who did What was that song when the yeah. The, the second awesome. record was good. And too. Bored to Death, I love that TV Bored show. To death was a lot a of people show. didn't watch it, yeah. but I thought it was, no, it was a good we'll show. We'll talk good. about that one day. Yeah. Um, number two, Parker. Without me. Number two, Purple Rain. Nice. Yes. Uh, I love it. Can't Look fuck with that. No, no. Who? Purple Rain. Prince. Artist formerly Prince? known as. It was a joke. So. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. The guy just died. I was at a show. Which I could talk about at the end if you want to go full circle. I'll give a uh, Wednesday. <laughs> and there was a there's a Prince tribute band. Okay. Is Apollonia going to be there? That's all that I really. There's an Apollonia tribute. That's all that that I really fucking care about. Culture club. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you embarrassed? No. No. I just. We're off topic. I don't don't want to bring it back. It's like I was at a show. I'm like, wait, you were just at a culture club show. It was. I went to culture club. You know, because Johnny North gave him shit for it. He's embarrassed. But I'm all for the culture club. It was awesome. What was the name of the Prince cover band? Because they always have to have a clever. It was like, like you know, the Revolution yeah. or something. Dogs Cry. Oh, that's fucking yeah, lame. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be Dogs killer. Cry. I like. But that. they had a picture. You know, they had a picture of him. The guy's got like the my girlfriend weird wanted, beard. <laughs> Karen wanted to go to the Culture Club show. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll tumble for you. Nice. Little side note. <laughs> nice. Doing some tax work for Culture Club. Got free tickets. Oh, you oh, did nice. it! You did it. Look at me. Like a chip. Nice. <laughs> but it was my wife's Fuck birthday. Him. You're a big deal. She man. she grew deal. up on Culture Club. That applause button. She um, get the stats guy. We're turning this whole thing around. She tumbled for you. 
I'm waiting for the tumblings. I didn't get rewarded yeah, Evan, yet. Evan had some good texts about like what yeah. his motivation. I'm anticipating a good re- a good payoff. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I missed it. Sounds good. I mean, they I did two nights. You missed them both. You missed I Public did. Image Limited, though. You sucker. Can't believe you don't want to go to that. Number two, awesome. Parker. Me? Yeah. You did want to go. Number two, Parker. I did. Purple Rain. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm up. Way to steer the ship. You zoning out, uh, Sam? <clears throat> yeah, totally. Um, all right, so my number two is, uh, man, these songs, this is a movie from 1986, and I could recite the lyrics to all these fucking songs because they're that good. And I think they were specifically written for the movie, and it's Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Those songs, like, from, like, Skid Row to, like, Mean Green Mother from Out of Space. Right, like, right. Yo, mean Green Mother was written just for the movie. Yeah, well, I would I believe. Imagine. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, all that stuff was uh, great movie, great songs. Uh, to this day, like thirty-one years later, I still fucking love. So, yeah, little nice. shop of horrors, motherfucker. Way to go, Frank Oz. Hmm. Yes. Stands the test. Uh, Better with age. Two. My number two was uh, Twenty-Four Hour Party People. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I love that movie. Anything Steve Coogan's in, I'm there. I think he's one of the best actors, comedic or drama I'm right now. I'm not even sure I, I, who's, it, like, well, who's on the soundtrack. Joy Division, because sure uh, it's all about, you know, that whole scene oh, okay. in there, the Hacienda oh, man, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. dude, it's fucking good. But, uh, I feel like there's somebody watching me from in there. That's all right. <laughs> like that, like that cut out in it's Three Men and a Baby just, like, staring nice. at me. That they got that <laughs> Joy Division. <laughs> Taking notes. New order. It's Malamo's boner. Yeah. <laughs> it's poking through. <laughs> you can uh, back me up on the boner, right? Uh, Come know, on. It might have been a boner one, once or twice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Once Mike, or twice. Mike have a boner again? <laughs> it was Dude, more that, like... Talk about somebody that really gets... When he's performing, he's he's really like... Oh, he gives it his all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like he just is in like, you know... Boner heaven. <laughs> he he's really like who are a good team. What? That's why it works. Yeah. Well, good team. <laughs> no, but really, like he really like it's like when That's you see so him. So positive. He's turning a positive spin on the yeah. boner. <laughs> Boners are good. It means he's got a healthy uh, prostate. He's got a good prostate. Give it up for Mike's prostate. Good prostate. Malamo. Shout out to shout out to the sixth member of tonight, Mike Malamo's <laughs> fucking boner. Boner. Dude, I seriously would love it if he was here right now. That'd be awesome. Ah, well, next time, part two. Open the closet door. Number, what's your number one? <laughs> number one soundtrack. Oh, mine's uh, Little Gre- Mermaid. Grease, Grease, <laughs> Grease. Good. Let's gloss over that one. <laughs> what the fuck? That, that's fucking very mature. How about Grease too? I like Grease too too. We come to How about the fucking Teen Witch? <laughs> no, no. Those he's are singing about a Witch. singing plant, but he's insulting. Nah. Those are. Grease. No, those Greece, are great songs. Oh, the Bee Gees and that fucking that yeah. soundtrack was phenomenal. I think mm. it just kind of that movie is, you know, be nothing without that. Pretty, soundtrack. pretty timeless. I mean, it was kind of a musical movie, mm. so obviously, well, absolutely, but, yeah. But it's just the like music? that. I don't know. I just feel like it really. Well, like, to this day, people fucking love those songs. Like Karen went to the Bolton Center, um, in Bayshore because they they did like a Grease night and uh-huh. everyone dressed up. I like Bayshore. They sang those songs. Yeah. Well, shout out to Michelle. She books all the shows over there at the Bolton Center. Um, Shout out, Michelle. Bolton, yeah, Bolt like B O L T. Bolton. So, um, she does a lot of cool stuff there. I will be seeing uh, Rhett Miller from the old ninety seven. Nice, I year. saw well, Rhett Miller with Johnny North in uh, some place in the city, like some. I saw him in a backyard intimate Hills. show, like wherever. It was after our actually our band accident. My knee was killing me the whole time. 
I um, wanted to email him to see if he would do our show while he's here. Did you do I it? I love the old 97s. Cool. It's actually in you February. Know what? I'll take care of it. All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speak to the manager, please. Yeah. I'll get you, yo. I'll get you all the sour cream you want if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sure you got that header and all that shit. So okay, Grease number one for our guest. Shout out to Grease too. I do mean, you, uh, do you cool have rider. any soundtrack that that, that sticks? I'll with give you one ever? at the end. Okay, one at the Mark end. Mark and I want it, provided nobody takes it. Parker number one. Number one, Lost Boys. Yes, oh. yeah. yes, that's good. You like, I like that? everybody's choice. You like that? Yeah. You like that muscular believe. saxophone player? Tim I Capello, believe, man. man. Tim Capello. He has a name. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he was I Tina Turner's am, sax player. Yeah, that's right. Really? I bones. think I put that on yeah. one of your uh, group chat threads. Shout out to the group chat. It's go. a lot of fun to read. And Excess cool. is on there. You got yeah, Echo and the Buddy Man doing a Doors. Yeah, the Doors. That's a good cover. That's a great cover. Yeah. I actually saw Echo and the Bunny Man this year, and they did that cover. Oh, that's cool. Lou Graham. And then the Violent Femmes blew him off the stage. <laughs> Evan used to love the Violent Femmes. I did. Viva Wisconsin. I mean, I, I, me too. I, I think they're great. But we were ha- I was having a talk with my wife the other day, like if you th- how much you think it would take to get them to play like a birthday party. Uh, Let, less than Gene Simmons. 30 grand. 10 grand. 10, yeah, you think? I was, I was 10? thinking 10, too. I was thinking I 30. Maybe. Good. Well, Maybe. you're all invited. <laughs> so Maybe like a, like 10 Less years ago Gene. or 20 uh, years ago. Tomorrow been. I'll be waking up and we're doing like a cover set on the 25th. And I will be practicing Helder in Her Arms. Love that song. Nice. Whatever happened to the Pixies tribute band that you're working on? Oh, well, we never did it because you fucking flaked. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, good. Um, so my number one is a movie that I saw when it was out of the theaters. And it it blew my mind. It it. It had the best songs that I've ever heard in a movie that were written for this movie, and it was a Broadway play, and it, it just... I can't say enough What's about... Broadway? Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, yeah. I haven't I seen it. The songs are, like, straight up, like, Amazing. Bowie. Yeah. Like, it's just such a great soundtrack. Like, it... Um, My sister-in-law was an investor in there, in the Broadway. Really? What if, if it was off-Broadway? The one with the NPH. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know Patrick Harris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He, well, he like did... It. Through some weird turn of events or some friends, she she put in some money and like got, oh. got a return on investment. Look at that. This guy's flossing on us. I, I loathe musicals, but that mm. movie. You like the movie? Fantastic. Yeah, a, fr- a friend yeah. of mine showed it to me. Uh, Just like, from the music yeah, Like years Normally ago. So you didn't like, like my Grease choice? You weren't into that? <laughs> I mean, I get I get its place in history. You're not into it's it. one anyway. of the most popular soundtracks it's in history. It's really good. Yeah, but, but if you don't like musicals, that's fine. I remember I mean, my parents had a vinyl copy of that. It's just not my cup of tea. The way it, everybody's got to sing, like everything they got to fucking say, I can't I had deal a with it. Even, but there's talking But Hedwig, now. high school wasn't awesome like that for you? So, so, yeah. uh, so r- real quick. So the movie for the most people that haven't seen it, which is a lot of people, 2001, this dude... Um, is in Germany, and he decides he wants to get a sex change and become a woman. They fuck it up. They leave him with an inch. That's why it's called Hedwig and the Angry oh, Inch. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. therefore... You notice how he didn't go into the plot of Greece? He's, he's, he's dissecting his own pick. I think everyone... Poo-pooing yours. I think everyone's Fine. seen Greece. I don't think enough What people. is Greece really about? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat grease when I leave here. That's all I <laughs> Yo, diner, anybody after the <laughs> show? I'll do it. If I you haven't want. done it long. I, that's Check. That's all right, so, part so of the hang. We'll do that. Um, Wait, am I invited? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Definitely. <laughs> You're driving. <laughs> anyway, listen. So he gets Free sour cream. Nice. Unless Brian has to go then, home. Unless you need to go. I always got to go home. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. 
pe- I'll send you guys home with some pizza. All right, I'll show you. We're not going to go to the diner, wink, wink. He has a one-inch penis. <laughs> when are you getting him on the show? Number one. Uh, Lost Highway. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, nice. Um, I actually like the soundtrack better than the film. I love Lynch, but it's just not a great movie for it's me. It's not. But uh, the, the Bowie track in there, I'm deranged. The uh, Angelo Baldametti, the instrumentals in it work perfectly. It's got two great Marilyn Manson songs on it, Apple of Sodom and the, his cover of uh, uh, the Screaming Jay Hawkins, I Put a Spell on You. And uh, Lou Reed does a great song, This Magic Moment. I, it flows. It wor- It's almost like a, if there was no movie made, it works. It flows like a concept album almost to me. It's got a mood. It's got an atmosphere to it. And I think it works on its own without even being a soundtrack. So Lost it, Highway. It, it is a rough watch, but the soundtrack's awesome. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. So, um, anyway, that's our top five. Well, the, my pick. Our first show. Yeah, it's our first show I- in a month. No, uh, you don't. So I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, you, you pick your. I'll your, give you my one. Yeah. This is probably why I don't like lists because I couldn't even probably come up with five. Yeah. But there's one, and I always talk about it whenever I'm asked. The, it's the, the, the it's the Shocker soundtrack. Yes. Oh, nice. So, He's got the poster over there. Oh. You know what? Oh, it's, yeah, it's not uh, a that was like one of the first times I, that I can remember where a soundtrack was almost marketed before the movie or simultaneously or that there was there, there was like a separate component. It was more interesting probably. Had the Dudes of Wrath, right? Um, who was in that? Paul Stanley, Tommy Lee, uh, Desmond Child, you know, Desmond some Child. some of the heavy hitters of the yeah mm-hmm. of the of the time. Desmond so Child was like the Butch Walker of back then. That's yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they propped up Dave Mustaine to do that. No more Mr. Yeah, nice, no nice, nice Guy. He was like the they most did. doped out in his life, right? There. And and you know what? When the movie came out, it delivered. Uh, Fucking good. Uh, and Peter Berg was in it, who became big time director now. Big director, huge director. Uh, ballers. Definitely. Yeah, uh, he's done everything, like uh, a bunch of shit. So. I gotta say shout out West to Craven. that nobody says uh, shout singles, out to West Craven because I yeah. didn't pick singles because Malamo picks singles. Everyone picks <laughs> that's fantastic. So I left it out. Yeah, also, love and trust. That song. Shout really out cool. to Juice. Nice. I had great, Juice. Yeah. Everybody had Juice. I just had one backup. Top oh, seven. And I, I had one backup <laughs> and that was Black Roses. Okay. Because that's all that I thought. Yeah, I thought you so were Black Roses. Um, pump up the volume. Oh, that's a good one, man. I have a couple of honorable mentions. Spawn. Spawn. Soundtrack was just oh, basically yeah. what what, um, what Judgment Night was, but with electronic <laughs> artists with yeah, exactly. Slayer and arti- art, uh, Mind the Equipment, yeah, it was like <laughs> Crystal Method and yeah, like, everyone that was Prodigy and somebody else. Um, yeah. And a movie, well, you mentioned Juice and Boogie Nights, so I don't have to. And this movie would have been in my top five if it didn't come out this year, and it's also my favorite movie of the year called Baby Driver. I still got to uh, watch it. That was fucking awesome. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. I, I got it up yeah. there. I still got to watch it. Yeah, it's an Edgar Wright movie, you know, who did Shaun of the Dead and all that other mm-hmm. shit, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Man, this movie mm-hmm. is an endless, oh, I like both of those. amazing fucking movie. Yeah, it's really good. So, like, really the soundtrack good. is, the, the soundtrack is, is a main character. Yeah, no so, doubt. Okay. Well, anyway, shout out uh, to Cool World too. Sorry. Nice. Um, I want to shout out like if you want anything uh, as far as like uh, less Evan, more Evan. T <laughs> shirts or anything to do. Uh, we're gonna start mentioning up uh, inked up merch, which our friend Dan Tur does. Um, it's something that you should check out. I bought a couple of. Uh, I have the Gore shirt, which I I like, and then also yes. the uh, the ODV, ODB, yeah. the Norman Bates shirt. Um, he's got a lot of cool stuff. So uh, just Google Inked Up Merch or just go to inkedupmerch.com. 
and check them out and buy a bunch of shit. And uh, what else? Anything else? The, um, two, the two people that I told to listen to that wanted movie life scoop, they're going to be they're gonna be bummed out. Yeah, they're going to be very bummed out. Well, but I think we got a good part. We got part. the beginning. You set the tone. Um, uh, Next one will be all negative. I just want to say. Uh, totally. I just want to say, guys, Metallica. Yeah. There it is. It's done. We did it. In. Let there me ask is. you a question. And also your show, your other show mentioned. Oh, yeah, I started, started. A, a podcast with George Reynolds. Uh, believe me, we don't need the help. That episode's through the roof. Hey. Shout out to George Reynolds, best guy. Yeah, so our first episode, uh, the show's called If I Rule the World, and our first episode is with Daryl from Glassjaw. Uh, and it's up right now on SoundCloud, and eventually we'll get it on iTunes. And all Sweet. Um, You're cheating on these guys. <laughs> doing a podcast behind their back. Catching shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> it all <laughs> flows. It all flows. Um and I guess that's it. We'll do a part two because I feel like there's so much shit and it's fucking. I feel like you know, like the episode is pretty fucking long. I'll edit it down to like two hours probably. Mm. Um, and that's that's it, man. Go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, all that other shit. We'll talk about our love of show tunes later. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot, man. It was really fun. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the show too, and I'm happy to be friends with you guys. All right. So right. as soon as we what get a nice these, guy, as soon as we get Evan, much nicer than me, we're gonna get Evan a, a new data. He's planet. rolling hard. Yeah. He's got that Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's dissolving. All right, we're going to the diner. Later.